Because really, what, 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 what incentive do these people have to answer your questions after all? I mean, nothing satisfies you. Everybody asks for personnel changes. So, the White House has personnel changes. And then you write, oh, they're just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. First of all, that is a terrible metaphor. They're, this administration is not sinking. This administration is soaring. If anything, they are rearranging the deck chairs on the Hindenburg. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What is it? The truthiness starts here? Yes. What, what, what's new? Ooh, what are you doing? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. We are here to entertain and talk to you. Take advantage. It is your hideout. You don't have to use your real name. We won't see your face. You can even put on a uh, English accent. English Please, accents no. tonight. Call now. Be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone. Dial the numbers. And uh, if you don't want to do it now, then you can do it later on. There's a lot to get done on this Tuesday night here in the hideout, May 2nd. Oh, May 2nd. Tomorrow I have a doctor's update. Oh, uh, yeah? A doctor's appointment. And it's never... Uh, it actually is perfect timing. Did I tell you how I messed myself up? No. I will right, we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, Matt, Bateman, Chunks, uh, your entire hideout crew is here for you on this Tuesday. That, of course, uh, Stephen Colbert, if you had not heard the audio yet from the uh, Saturday night um, White House Correspondents' Dinner. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. That I know, I know the Phillips file talked about it. The greatest thing while you're listening to this and when we play it a little bit later, because we have a lot more audio of Stephen Colbert to get to, you have to realize that the president is no more than five feet away from him the whole time. He is like almost an arm distance away from uh, Stephen Colbert while he's doing all these jokes. And it just has to be so uncomfortable. It is. Here's what it is. You always wondered and forever We've been hoping and wishing that someone would stand up and at least say what needs to be said. Granted, it was in a satirical way. Mm -hmm. And again, too, almost like belittling the press who has let us down, which has let us down in a, you know, in a big time way here in America. It was just really fulfilling. He kind of really covered all the bases there. It went, it went on for a good 12 minutes. Oh, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And you got to be one hell of a performer if you were going to be... Because part of the thing as a performer is know your audience. Mm-hmm. And he knew it and didn't... He knew it, and because he knew what it was, he just like went above and beyond to make it even more uncomfortable. Yeah, and uh, I think the only time he uh, really lost it and 
kind of fell out of character is when he messed up one of his lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I Which don't have I, that right now, but yeah, the it, that's the only time where he broke character. Otherwise, it was fantastic. So I want to talk about that. First, though, Dubs, big news. Um, Iran has said that uh, it will attack Israel if we, the United States, attack them. Uh, we've announced that whenever America does make any mischief, the first place we will target is Israel. So this is completely playground. You know, the the I'll beat up your little brother if you are, you know, someone will beat up your little brother if you touch me. It's almost that Mission Impossible thing with what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm -hmm. Or I guess I haven't seen the movie yet because I guess it comes out this weekend. But he is, you know, do you have a girlfriend? You know, I'm going to I'm going to mess her up and then I'm going to get you Mm -hmm. if you screw with me. Threats like that ever actually work? I, I think so. I think a lot of people will would be deterred by uh, something of, hey, uh, we will pick on someone smaller than us if you pick on us and you're so much bigger than us. Okay, so let's say you're on a playground. Mm-hmm. It's you and, I don't know, there's a bully. Okay. Although, who's the bully in this situation? Is it Iran or is it us? I, For argument's sake, it's Iran. Yeah. <laughs> so, here we are, and the bully says... If you come try to stop me, then I am going to beat up your little brother. Yeah. Would you then still go try to stop them? Or let's just not say little brother. Although, in the case of Israel and America, it's kind of that sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. Say even but, like a, let's say a girlfriend. friend or girlfriend, yeah. So if the guy says, you screw with me, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to rape your girlfriend. And you know that he means it. Like, he will do it because he's crazy. He doesn't care. He'll go to jail. He'll do it just to spite you. Do you mess with the no the bully? No, I don't. Me personally, I'm a puss. You're not American then. I guess not. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'd run away. Someone to throw that out there? I'd I'd give him money. I'd say, here you go. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to cause any trouble. It's a nice beard you have. Mighty fine. It is. It's the it's the bearded guy in the playground, the one that had a mustache way before <laughs> yeah. way before he should have. Doug, at my <laughs> school, his name was Doug. Uh... He was sweet in uh, middle school playing basketball, but in high school he sucked because he didn't gr- he stopped growing back in uh, the sixth grade. No two front teeth because they've been knocked out in fights. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who could drive you to the eighth grade. Had I... shaped uh, shaved side of the head and like pulled back into a ponytail. Yes. Called you a fat F when you were wearing your Batman t-shirt, waiting outside for your dad to pick you up. Still wearing the Dream Team uh, uh, jersey. That's so true. He hadn't updated to the Coleman. new... Yeah, he hadn't updated to the new Carmelo Anthony jersey. He's still wearing the Charles Barkley from the 92 Dream Team. Danny Manning. Right. <laughs> when he was somebody. Anthony in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Anthony? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? All right, buddy. Good, good. I, I think you guys nailed it on the head, saying you know, with Israel and uh, I, I ran the way that you know, it's kind of like a bully on a playground. And I and I have a kind of like a not a forward-thinking idea in which for them to resolve this. Okay. 
All right. Now, as you know, we can we can all agree that they've been fighting for thousands of years, essentially. I mean, Israel hasn't been a country, but the Israeli people have been, uh, you know, been chased or fought with with the uh, Muslims. Yeah, for it's a nothing. Long, long time. Yeah, it's nothing new. Yeah, it's nothing new. The Christians and, and the Christians, the Muslims, and the Israelis have, you know, one has fought the other for thousands of years. Correct? Yes. So what do we do? And there's nothing that we can do to go on. So we, as the United States, not like I said, this forward thinking, we should go. All right, Israel and Iran. Here's the deal. You guys go at it. All right. Mm-hmm. No nukes. Tactical weapon. I mean, uh, conventional weapons only. But the thing is, you have to wipe the other people off of the face of the earth. If you don't do that, then we are going to bomb you all the way back to the Stone Age. We'll bomb Just both of you. finish it. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I kind of like the idea a little bit of here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to fight it out, bitch, and whoever loses, uh, we will finish the job. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. It's like, okay, let's say if Israel gets the upper hand and they're like, okay, we got them down on their knees, but we're not going to give them the death blow and wipe them off to the face of the earth. Be like, no, you have to get rid of all of them. Period. All right, Dubs, what are you thinking about this? Just a nice genocide. One way or the other. You know, you just got whoever wins gets wiped off. All right, let's start the genocide. Here it is. Uh, okay, uh, the Jewish people and the um, and the uh, Muslim people, you guys fight it out until there's none of you left. And if you don't do it, then we'll destroy both of you. So all we have are those of us who uh, believe Jesus was the Savior. <laughs> you know, that a lot of people would probably be down for that. Let's do it. Now, all right, say everything goes down and we get involved. We attack Iran, all right? Mm-hmm. And they decide to attack Israel. Right. If you had to live in one place or the other, where would you live? Would you live in Iran or Israel while that's all going down? I say I would probably live... Iran kind of looks like it's got it's got forty cents uh, forty cents a gallon for but, gas. But right now, America's bombing the hell out of it, and uh, and I, um, and Iran is bombing the hell out of Israel. Right, isn't Iran bigger? Yeah, there are more places to hide. Maybe I'll maybe I'll live in Iran. I th- I would say Iran as well, just because uh, I think we would attack more. Uh, Strategically? Not, yeah, and not, you know, there'd be no discrimination of where they're bombing in Israel. All right, let me ask you this question. Right, a little version of uh, hideout. Go! All right, let me choose Matt Albert for this, all right? And if you'd like to hop in, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Hideout Go is where we say something, we put you on the spot, and you have to make the decision. Real quick. Now, normally, you no have to time. come up with it off the top of your head, but I'm going to give you a choice, all right, Matt? All right. Where would you rather live right now as things are? Iran or Iraq? Go! Iran. Why? Defend your uh, defend your point I've of view. I've seen pictures of Tehran. It looks nice. It's kind of a modern city. Iraq's a piece of crap. I See, I'm going to have to disagree. I think Iraq is the place to live right now. Iraq's the place to live just because it, it is a beautiful country, for one thing. And, there's and, a lot- and it, it, it seems like <laughs> there's no rules there right now. You have a chance of being killed? But you can get anything for free. It's like all the gun people. You know, it's the Old West. Mm-hmm. It's literally the Old West, how those Second Amendment people want it to be. Everybody got a gun. You know, you you control your home. You protect your home. 
And there's a lot of money to be made in Iraq, too. Let's say you're already over there. You call Halliburton and be like, hey, you know, I'm here already. How about a nice job? $100,000 a year doing whatever you want me to do. I think Iran, Iraq's the place to live. What about you, Dubs? Go! I would have to say Iraq as well. Iraq, uh, beautiful country for one thing, and it does seem lawless right now, and that kind of appeals to me, it, the, you know, unlike uh, Iran. Where it's nothing but law. Here's the difference, though. I think Iran has better-looking chicks. Iranian chicks are hot. They aren't Arabic, are they? Who? Iranians? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't, I, I take... Maybe they're not Arabic, but they're... Well, are they Muslim? Not all of them are Muslim. All right, Tommy, what are they? You're shaking your head over there if you have an answer. Some are Christian, some are Muslim. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, uh, you know, as a... Uh, where they live on the map and everything, they get. I, I thought they were offended by being called Arabic. I don't know. They're called Persian. Persian. Uh, Iranians are called Persian, and they don't like being called Arabic, and yes. Arabics don't like to be called Persians. Oh, wow. That's That was a thing. Damn. Well, I didn't know that. But they're still Muslim, or maybe Christian. Mm-hmm. So you, right, could that, be, that... you could be Christian in Iran? Yes. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure you don't want to go around touting it. Well, then what's the problem? All right, Persian. So you're Persian, or you're an Arab, or then you got Indians yeah. as well. But that's a different kind of Indian, not the kind that we killed and stole the land here, but a different other kind of Indian. Equally as annoying. What? I don't know. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. A little version of Hideout. Go! couple of questions on the table right now. Would you rather live in Iran or Iraq? Right now. Majority of us said Iraq because it has more potential. And uh, the other one is, would you rather fight a clawless bear or a retard with a knife? Don't answer yet. I have my answer. Joe and Avito, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, covering all the questions. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Just, just got a couple of your uh, workers there saying that they'd rather live in Iraq. That it's a beautiful country. Rather than Iran. What? The choice is Iraq or Iran. You got to remember what the choice is. Uh, I'd never live in either place. I've been to Iraq. I was there in the first war and and been there a couple other times. Man, that is the worst place on the planet. Really? But have you been? But have you been to Iran? Uh, well, I can't really talk about that, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to, all right, well, fair there's, enough. There's, 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 there's just, there's no place, picture Kansas with absolutely no grass, <laughs> that's Iran. Oh, wow. Picture, picture Chicago all blown up. Detroit. Iraq. All right, so Detroit. <laughs> Detroit or you know, Kansas during a drought. I think I still go with Iraq. Hey, thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, buddy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, that's true. Just don't go near uh, Iraq's version of 8 Mile. Because mm-hmm. if you go south of 8 Mile in Iraq, that's where it really gets bad. Otherwise, if you stay north... 8 so- Mile. <laughs> It stays, it's okay. That's nice. Yeah, you like that? It's a good accent you have there. Uh, Tim and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Tim? Hey, how are you guys doing? All right, buddy. What you got? 
Oh, I was just saying that you guys were assuming earlier when you're talking about like Iraq and Israel going to war. Mm-hmm. And Iran I, and Israel. Oh, Iran and Israel. I think uh, Israel could take Iran. You know, I've heard that I, I, uh, Israel has a really good like military. Well, back in the 70s when they had the Six-Day War, they took out Egypt, Syria, and Jordan all at the same time. Yeah. Um... But do you remember when Iran and Iraq were going at it? Iran... They were crazy. They, they they were arming children with nothing but a uh, a uh, uh, copy of the Koran and just sending yeah. them in there to kind of uh, wear down all the bullets. And that's when Saddam was kind of like, that's when he was using all the gas and mm-hmm. stuff like that, all the uh, quote-unquote chemicals. More than 100,000 people went into war without, like, even a gun. Or yeah, anything. they just they were armed with the Koran. Have you ever thought about that, too, Tim, when, like, in the olden days, like, sometimes you watch a movie like Braveheart or even something like, you know, an Alamo movie, and, like, the first line, let's say you're on the first line, you're marching up. You have no defenses. You're literally marching up to your death. Would you want to be on that first on that front line, Tim? Well, I think if uh, Iran sends people against Israel with no weapons, I think uh, Israel wins. Yeah, I have yeah. to agree with you there. Well, and the whole thing is it's a different culture. It's a culture difference. Just like with the, uh, with the kamikaze pilots and uh, all these people willing to kill themselves for a cause, here in America, we don't understand that because we've been fed the uh, the American dream our whole life that you know you need to live, old, get old, and uh, you know uh, right. get as much as you can out of life and before you die. And they just want to do what's right for the cause, even if it means death. I mean, have you ever thought about that though? While you're watching a Braveheart or even some you know quote unquote fantasy mm-hmm. like Lord of the Rings, where you have the two groups, the two armies, literally running into the field and meeting each other. Just knowing you're about to die in about 90 seconds, more than likely. Yeah, there's a good chance that you're going to get stabbed in the stomach. Cool. You're right. It's all about that American dream thing. All right, Holden in Orlando, you got to answer to one of the questions. What do you got, Holden? I would uh, rather fight a tart with an eye. Uh, what? Rather fight a tart with an eye. <laughs> you're insane. Uh, in that, what, what's there's your reasoning? There's a 50% chance he can cut himself before he cuts me. <laughs> All right, Holden, that's a very good. Uh, you've thought this through. Yes. I appreciate it. Good job. I didn't think about that. He sees a hand coming at him. He thinks it's his own. Slices the wrist. I did not even. Right, here, B in Melbourne has an answer to the question as well. B, you're in the hideout. What do you got, B? Hey, what's going on, guys? I fight a retard with a knife, 100%. How the, the bear doesn't have claws though. All you gotta do is stay away from the mouth. Yeah, all you gotta do is yeah, avoid the head. Yeah, a bear can bite you, but you can always get the reef bite and stab myself. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Are right, you guys have genuinely? All right, Dubs, retard with a knife, or a bear that's been declawed. Go! I'm saying the bear. You're you're fighting the same mentality, but without a knife, basically. You can probably fool the bear into biting itself. Retard has the same strength as a bear. Yeah. And, you know, bear's probably less hairy. And, and less slobbery. And the smelly. Re- the retard still has his claws. Oh, that is true. But they have dull teeth, like spoons. <laughs> Stop. All right. You always got to take it over the line. 407 But don't they have multiple rows of them? No, it's sharks. Oh. All right, let's go. Same intelligence as sharks, too. Jack and Oviedo, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Nothing much. Uh, you guys are talking about Iraq, and last time we had a predicament, we sent in their Air Force, and that's because their Air Force is the top. You uh, mean Iraq or Israel? 
Uh, Israel okay. has, yeah. the top, has the top Air Force. They got most of the top aces, what would be considered top aces. And uh, not only that, but they got location and every single one of their people in their nation are part of the Army. See, All that the is... women, anybody of age, you know, can handle, disarm, you know, clean a weapon. All right, women can fight over there, too? Absolutely. It's part of their it's part of their thing. Every single person who wants to be part of the nation, per se, at age, goes into the military and gets trained. Do you think we should do that here, Jack? Um, absolutely. Well, I also think that here's another thing. With the women in the military, we have different physical requirements for them. And I'm, I'm all for evenness. Right. You know, but if if I have to drop and give 45, they better be the same kind of push-ups. I mean, they, they've been getting better about that, but there's a lot of considerations for... Oh, they're allowed to do the uh, ones on the knees? And, you know, if you're going to go in the military and become a killing machine, you better be, you know... Able to do the same uh, work. No, I, yeah, I, you better be pretty tempered. If, if I'm in a hole and bombs are going off around me, I want that person just as strong and, per se, ballsy as me. Right, I hear. All right, thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Nope. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I didn't know women could fight over there. Well, Israel is, uh, oh. that, there's, they're a different animal than anybody else over there. Is Israel allowed gays to fight over there? There's no gays in Israel. What? Against their religion. The Jewish religion? I think so. You could be gay and be Jewish, right? I don't know. Harvey Firestein? Uh, you got me there. Drone. <laughs> Who? Never heard of him. Mo in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mo? Mo. Hey, Mo. Hi. What's up? Uh, yeah. Hey. Um, I wanted to uh, make some corrections of some of the statements made about Iran. Um, although I have not been there, I have uh, studied Iran, and uh, mm -hmm. it, there's, you know, there's almost uh, 70 million people there, and, and it's. It's a big country mm -hmm. and it spans different regions. So you've got mountains, you've got beautiful forest areas, then you've got the more desolate, uh, kind of like the southwest United States area. It's like Texas. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there are some areas that are more like, uh, um, you could say more like New England. Oh, okay. In the hills and uh, things like that. Oh, wow. Uh, not necessarily deciduous forests and things. Mm -hmm. um, plus, Iran has been isolated for so long that they've been able to manufacture their own tanks, their own trucks. Um, they have a car that they have now out for, uh, that they sell to their people. Uh, so I'm, I'm saying that Iran is a lot more developed than uh, most any other uh, Middle Eastern country in terms of its manufacturing capability. Oh, you know, wow. It builds its own. Isn't it one of the older countries over there, too? Well, uh, well they're all the same age, Dubs. No, not as. That part of the region was born at the same time. By God, I, it has it has a long history, definitely. But the modern Iran, you know, started in '79, mm -hmm. and uh, the Iran that was before that was under British yes. influence for for several decades. All right, so where would you rather live then, uh, Mo? Would you rather live in Iran or Iraq? I, I'd rather live in Iran. Iran. Iran, yeah, because uh, there's no war going on. And, yet, uh, yet, I'm thinking Iraq just because we've already done that one. Yeah. And we're looking to move on to the next one. We're looking, we're looking for the next uh, person to uh, fight in the locker room. Well, hey, hello. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, I mean, you know, sort of like uh, in a movie, you have to have your antagonist and you have to have a protagonist. And uh, America needs Iran to be antagonist 
so that uh, rally the troops. Rally the troops. No, we still got North Korea too. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we got we got plenty of. Yeah. And if worst case scenario, we always got Mexico. We always got Mexico. <laughs> Count on them. All right, thank you, Mo. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. All oh, those Mexicans. Crazies. With their Spanish language Star Spangled Banner. They wouldn't start a war with us, anyways. They're boycotting all things gringo, aren't they? Include wars. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah, did you hear they're trying to extend it? What? <laughs> they're trying to extend the boycott. What boycott? Boycott or uh, the march or whatever or the uh, you know just staying the, home? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, my people take very few days off. They're just <laughs> like, oh wow, this is how you you white people live. I think I'm a call in sick again. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like staying home from school. Mom, I don't think this cough's gone away yet. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I implore you to vote to, uh, Hefe's Hoochies on hideoutheretics.net for the hideout. J-Dub's Treehouse. Hideout Hottie Fancy Draft. I think you're cheating. The loser uh, of the teams, if you vote on them, and we'll recap that here in a second, we'll have to stunt Friday night during the open door policy. Since it will be Cinco de Mayo, there'll be a human piñata. Hefe, if you win, I'm calling shenanigans. Why? Because you, we are allowed to tell them to go there and vote, but they have to vote on the Hefe best sushi. team. No, the best team. Well, uh, it's been instead overwhelming. Of, instead of uh, just who you think they should vote for. It's been overwhelming so far that... Uh, Be somebody, think for yourself, that's what you always say. And vote for Hefe Suchis. No. I would say don't do it because you're trying to stuff the ballot. I'm just I'd say vote for anybody but Hefe now. No, that's please. That's stupid. Um, as long as it's not Chunks, okay. Vote for everybody else except for Chunks, and it's fine. Um, Mike and Ocala, you're in the high net on Road Radio. What's up, Mike? Yeah, I wanted to say, um, I'd rather do the 15 years than the three years, because, uh, you'd be doing child porn in that jail. Yeah, that'd be the roughest three years of your life. And uh, the, the 15 years you go in there for, uh, killing someone... People already have kind of a, you know, they're wondering how you killed them. You know, they're wondering if you're a little bit crazy. But if you go in, you're right. You're right about that, Mike. You're a rag doll for three years. You go in three years for the kitty porn thing. There's no way it's going to be good for you in jail. Thank you, buddy. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs, will you agree with him then? 15 years for murder as opposed to three years for child porn? Without a doubt. Which is tough because that's 12 years of your life you're missing. But I, I don't find it to be as rough as the three years as a child porn person. Right, would you rather get punched in the jaw or kicked in the kneecap? Give me the jaw. Like when you say kicked in the kneecap, does that mean they hyperextend it? Yeah. And blow it out? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I take it to the jaw. But your jaw, they, you know, they're hitting you so hard it could have to get wired. There's something about knee pain to me. Yeah, I, have you ever hurt your knee before? Oh, yeah. my uh, I used to have a floating cap where I could move it around. Oh! Could you, like, twist it all the way around? It, it would go probably about four inches one what way. What the hell? It uh, fixed itself kind of. It doesn't do it as much. Because you don't move. Mm-hmm. I'm Tin Man over here now. George in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, George? Hey, what's, what's up, you guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, I made up this new word. It's pretty cool. What is it? It's Craig Sniffer. Craig Sniffer. Yeah, Craig Sniffer. What does that mean? It's like a, you know it's what a chode is, right? It's a Craig. <laughs> Except it's a Craig Sniffer. All right, I got you. 
I've never heard it called a Craig. All right. All right, Craig's an effort. Later, Craig Snipper. All right, that's your new name from now on. Here in the hideout. You don't have to use your real name. Although this guy chose to. Philip, you're in the hideout. What's up, Philip? Hey, yeah, I did three years in Joliet for murder. Mm -hmm. You didn't uh, do three years for murder. Shut up. You going to let me finish? Yes, please. All right. You know, you get out. It wasn't, it wasn't, okay, it, like, not like murder. It was like manslaughter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, but I killed the dude. But How'd you kill him? Knife. What's that? In the stomach. Oh, knife to the stomach. Please don't tell me you're Latin. No, I'm not. I'm white. Okay. But, uh. You like reggaeton? I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. All right. No, it was, it was in my house. He was banging my wife. And oh, I Jesus. Just, I, yeah, I just. But anyway, believe me, the murderers. Fifteen for murder is a lot easier than three for, you know... Child porn? It, yeah, yeah. And uh, even if it is... Now, is the difference between child porn and child molestation, or is doesn't it all matter. the same in jail? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, now, now doesn't matter. how do you guys know when someone comes in what their charges are? Do uh, they... they you just know. It just... The, the word works out, you know, and it works through the... It, you know, it, it works through the cell block, and you just... It happens, you know? Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, Phil. I appreciate the insight, my friend. That's something crazy to me that, uh, you know, people find out and then, like, if you are someone who's into uh, rape or child porn or, like, something like that or molestation, it gets around there quick and then they uh, they gang up on you. Now, let me ask you, why is it that in prison, like, a person who would take advantage of a kid sexually mm-hmm. is a monster, but then a person who takes advantage of an adult doesn't get the same treatment. Like, why wouldn't a rapist also? No, get... rapist gets the same th- type of stuff. Rape is uh, very, very. I say I'd never heard of that. Yeah, I just thought it was with you know the kitty stuff. No, because uh, here's the thing: uh, the guys in there have children, girlfriends, or wives, or whatever, and uh, they kind of put themselves in that position and look at you as scum. Hey, hey, Matt, you're able to see the names on the phone list. The Philip was his last. Was his last name Latin? It definitely looked like it. Uh, uh, type it to me real fast. I don't want to say it on the air. I think it was Cruz. I could, yeah. I could hear... Um, yeah, please. He's Latin. He may be half white, but his daddy's Latin. <laughs> Stabbing people in the stomach. Again, thank you for breaking the stereotype. With a butterfly knife. <laughs> Does that little flip thing real fast with it and... and- Got his khakis pulled Opens up over up. his belly button, and his and his nice white tank top. Vato. That's awful. Come on, May Day was yesterday. Have a little respect. You what does it do with May Day? You don't see me. You're right. Well, it doesn't. We just kind of overtook that day. It's Cinco de Mayo week. How about yeah. that? Have a little respect. We give you guys Friday. Is that enough? <laughs> One that you guys don't really even care about. It's not our holiday. It's your holiday. <laughs> we went the restaurant. You can work there all you want. Yeah, it's Corona's holiday. It's not my holiday. God bless him for having it. Nah, I will say that. I got some Corona, too. I'll be drinking on Friday. By the way, I'm going to be drunk Friday. It's my drinking show. Why? Because it's Cinco de Mayo? Mm-hmm. I thought Latin people didn't care about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, again, we don't. So why would you be drinking that day? <laughs> a little excuse. Because you guys don't know the difference. I can get away with it. Stamper and Bear Lake, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stamper? Hey, what's going on, guys? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this question, and I think I'd rather do the three years for kitty porn. Because yeah, that is 12 more years, you know. That's 
Yeah, and then you do whatever you got to do to get put in solitary. And then if you think about it, if you're doing kitty porn, then you've already got good batch material. All you. right, you're awful. <laughs> After a joke like that, that's one of those reasons at the end of the show I say, don't be ashamed you're entertained listening to the hideout. <laughs> an inner part of you wants to laugh. Just go ahead. Let it go like chunks. He doesn't even care. Oh, yeah, yeah that's horrible. <laughs> it's a hideout, real radio, what a full point was. Coming up next on the hideout. Um, Dubs, let me ask you something. And I need some help from you guys. All right. Can you seriously damage your ear from cleaning it? Okay, I'll, I'll help you with that after this. I know the answer. I'm a little worried. Take a break, come back. Right, here, uh, oh, boy. It's the Hideout. We're already at 104.1. It's a Tuesday night in the Hideout. Hey, you know what I'm loving? The What's that? Local 6 mm -hmm. and the partnership with them at 1030 every night. Heard it first. On Local6.com right now. That's really cool that we've teamed up together. For those of you that don't know, every night at 1030, the, uh, the anchor for that night on Local 6... Last night, Jackie London came into the hideout. A little preview of the stories that coming up. Uh, uh, Local 6 News at 11. Mm -hmm. Real fun, too. They're very good on the air. That's outstanding. Couldn't hear her real well last night. Oh, she was loud and clear. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm going to say it's my fault. Why? What happened? Can't really hear out of my right ear. Why not? So yesterday morning... Sometimes I'm looking in the mirror, mm -hmm. and I notice, you know, the occasional, like, I hate nose hair. Nose hair creeps me out, and so I'll grab my scissors and I'll clip my nose hair. Yeah. Then sometimes I'll look around. It's one of those things you kind of get going, so you start snipping everything. And a little bit of occasional ear, you know, a little ear hair thingy. So I snip that. Nothing too over the top. But then since I've already snipped, it's time to use a Q-tip. Oh, okay. So, I clean out the left one. I guess it had been a while. Yeah, There's a little something on it, mm -hmm. more than usual. I'm cleaning out the right one, and I take the Q-tip out of my right ear, and there's blood gushing. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I know you, you, have oh. a real, you have a real bad thing about ears, don't you? Yeah. My, both my ears are just aching right now. But, Ugh. like, for the real. So I'm cleaning out my right ear, and I take out the Q-tip, and all of a sudden, I can't hear as well. So it it felt like, what it feels like, you know, whenever you go swimming? You just got, it, like, you're waiting for it to pop? Yeah, and you, and, and you kind of feel like there's something in the ear. Kind of a pressure and everything. When you're talking, it's almost kind of like hollowish a mm -hmm. little bit. And eventually, maybe you'll lie on your side, or you do something in the, the water that somehow got in there. Yeah, it, 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 it like dripping out the or, fluid. Or like you'll like put your head down to something. It'll kind of like sound like you're listening to a seashell. So I have that going on right now. Now huh? here's the thing that immediately worried me yesterday. Oh my God, did I pop an eardrum? Probably. I don't think so because there was no pain involved. Like I, I didn't hurt myself. Well, I'm just kind of hollowed out in the right ear. How deep are you going? 
pretty deep. I like to get up as far as I can. Don't. What do you mean, don't? Don't go deep. I always have. I can't help it. That's the last thing you want to do with a Q-tip is go deep. How are you going to clean it out? You, it'll finally make its way out, and then you clean it out again. You get the surface stuff. You don't go deep on the on the ears. What you probably did, you probably pushed more wax back there and covered up something. Really? Probably, if you, if you weren't bleeding and it's no pain. Yeah, there's no pain. Now, luckily, I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so I'll be all right. I'm gonna have For sh- your ear? No, I just... Uh, like I got a little... Uh, Physical. Oh, Is it about I, the butt? Damn. Uh, which, by the way, still bleeding. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get that checked out tomorrow. Is there one orifice out of your body that you aren't bleeding? Nose. I've never had a nosebleed. You've never had a nosebleed in your life? Mm-mm. What? Not once? Never. Wow. Not even from, like, dry air? Mm-mm. In fact, it kind of weirds me out. My ex used to have them all the time. And I always wondered, like, she'd just be standing there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, how the hell did that happen? You can't even really tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not so, like you don't feel. You'll probably just notice it, like, on your shirt. Or like you'll think you have a runny nose, and you'll breathe in real deep, and you can taste it in the back of your mouth. Looney in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Looney? What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, um, I just went into the doctor recently about the same exact thing mm-hmm. with my ear. It sounded like. Basically, if you hold, hold your hand over your ear, that's mm-hmm. what it sounds like, right? Right, 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 right. That's what it sounds like. So what I did was I went in there, and I'm really touching up my ears because just seeing people with earwax is just disgusting. So I clean them out every day. And uh, I went in there, and they were looking at my ears, and they said that it was just there was huge balls of wax that just got compounded, compounded by the uh, Q-tip. And she pulled out just something that was just... Uh, All right. I'm wondering if they... You think they'll do that tomorrow? Can a regular, like, physician do that? Yeah, no. What they'll do is uh, they'll probably have you uh, lean over to your left or right, whichever ear it is, and then uh, they'll fill it full of... um, It's like half and half uh, peroxide hot water. Right. And it'll sit there. It'll fill up, and it'll feel real gross, like, you know, whenever you get a swimmer's ear or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then basically what they'll do is that'll loosen it up. They'll tilt your head back over, and then they'll, uh, whatever doesn't come out, they'll go in there with this um, big, long, uh, I don't want to say hook to scare you, but uh, it's like a spoon. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And and, uh, you'll you'll feel it on your brain a little bit, but uh, don't let that scare you. Your brain? No, I'm I'm kidding. Oh, you're you're an ass. (laughs) Thank you, Looney. (laughs) All right, how about this? Hold your, on. Your, your ear makes wax for a reason. That's all I'm saying. you got to leave some of it in there. All right, here's what we do with that. If somehow I get a nice ball of ear wax mm-hmm. or, like, drink, whatever it is, I'll bring it in on the show, and Chunks will drink it or eat it. What? I've already done that before. Ear wax? Yes. It's like oh. one of the first things I did. You did. Well, then you won't mind doing it again. i got to go, too. I, I, I told you that my ear, I haven't heard from it in a month, and well, you didn't care, and we'll now put, you're worried. We'll put some gin in it. In my ear? In the earwax. Well, that's a different story, then. All right. Oh, man, I don't want to be too graphic. I kind of want to tell you something, but it's really disgusting. Go ahead. Right, you know I'm having problems. We kind of alluded earlier. Yeah, you have With a my... hemorrhoid and or something, and there is blood. So I go, to, I go today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know you always check. 
Maybe there's a midget with a knife back there. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, hold on a second. Hold on. So I'm checking what's there, okay? Going at you like cat's eye. You know what it looked like? Have you ever seen, like, cork? You know, like a mm-hmm. cork for yeah. a bottle? Yeah. Imagine you, like, shaved down the cork mm-hmm. to where it was just kind of um, just kind of a little... Uh, no, let's say you have a cork, and, okay. you, and you just kind of rip pieces apart, all right? So that's only, like, an, there's only a little bit of it left, like, centered. Okay. Now, picture it red. That's what was going on? That's what was uh, bobbing. It's like a fine merlot. No, but it was, well, all right. All right, you know, now I think about it. Let's say you couldn't get the cork off of a bottle and accidentally it goes in, uh-huh. and there's only a little bit of that cork left, and then you pour some into your drink, but, like, it was a bigger chunk of the cork. <laughs> and, I'm, and I thought it was an alien at first. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, what is this? This ain't real. I've I've been examining my stuff for 28 years. I'm sure you have, scat boy. And this, it's, it wasn't that. I'll tell you this now. It was not excrement. I don't know what it was. It, Dude, I'm thinking. Plot? And test, possibly. Oh, no. It Maybe. I'm freaked out. I was this close to scooping it out. I hate your ass. Jesus. I was this close to scooping it out and taking it with me to the doctor tomorrow, but I thought that'd be <laughs> way too weird. I wouldn't worry about it, man. That happened to me earlier today, too. Like, seriously. Like, I went... Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, that happened to me. There's, but there's no, no way. way. Yeah, I, I ate a coaster yesterday, actually. <laughs> You're an ass. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's a Tuesday night. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Remember, go to hideoutheretics.net and vote for the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft 2006. F.A.'s Hoochies. Uh, deserving your vote. Hey, do we have a little recap? Stop trying to stack the deck. Do we have a recap to, uh, over there, Tommy? thought we had one. Which one would you like? Which ones do we have? We have anal, oldie but goodie, oral, and the bad overall from yesterday. I think uh, we go with the obvious one, which goes with conversation. Backdoor. All right, let's go with the backdoor category. The 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. With the third pick in the 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, the treehouse selects in the category of anal... Shakira, with the sixth pick in the 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, Chunks Champ selects in the category of anal Trish Stratus. With the seventh pick in the 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, Tommy Steen selects in the category of anal Stacey Keebler. Another wrestling girl. The wrestling girls are falling fast. With the last pick of the fourth round, 20th overall, in the 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, Matt Albert's virtuous virgin selects in the anal category, Jamie Presley. With the 22nd pick of the 2006 Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, El Jefe selects in the category of anal, Naomi Watts. All right, the early returns are in. Hefe's Hoochie's dominating. Continue to show your support. All right, here's what I love about this. 
dubs. That you're cheating? No, not at all. All right, here's how it was ranked. Um, one of our uh, heretics, he's a uh, six 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 AD on hideoutheretics.net, had a whole mathematical formulation on where he ranked everybody in each category and assigned them a number. Then whoever got the most points, that's who he ended up voting for. Mm-hmm. His scores were Matt Albert, 18. And as much as I'd like to say I have the best team, I still think I do. Matt and I seem to be the front runners. So Matt has 18. Uh, I got 15 points. Bateman, 16. Chunks, 15. Dubs, 11. Because I'm the only one not campaigning. I thought we were doing this fair. We are doing it fair. <laughs> we're just talking about the fact you go to hideoutheretics.net. You vote for half-face hoochies. That's not what I, I tell everybody to vote for anybody but you now. I'm going on that campaign. No, because it's about voting for the best team. No, yeah, exactly. You don't say to go vote for your team. You say go there, look at the picks, and vote for who you like the best. Well, obviously I want people to vote for me. Uh, well, then draft well. I did, I thought. In fact, the majority of people are thinking No, that. because you are just uh, trying to stack it your way. Look at my team. Hmm. I am going to switch pictures of Naomi Watts because there's a great one showing her butt that I think will help out in the uh, backdoor category. Again, whoever loses this, it's very important you go to hideoutheretics.net and vote because whoever loses is a human pinata coming up Thank Friday night. Thank you, Tumblr. Night. Half-Ace Team sucks. That's what I got from Tumblr. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that yours is the worst. But you are trying to stack the deck. I'm not trying to stack the deck yes, in any are. way. I'm telling people to go and vote for my team. And you, I encourage you to do the same thing. No, I'm not going to because that's uh, dirty. It's not dirty. Yes, it is. How isn't it? We're supposed to be doing this for uh, whoever had the best draft, now whoever has the most friends on MySpace. Hey, I can do what I need to do to try to win. Exactly. I think I have a great... All right, by the way, when I did put out that bulletin on MySpace, mm-hmm. you know how many people voted for me out of that? How many? Uh, I don't know, maybe three? Because the majority of them went and said, Matt actually has the best team. Yours is good, Matt has the best team, Dubs is his weak. <laughs> That's what I saw on there, man. I'm sorry. Don't be angry at me, though. That's just what it is. And you like it or not? I don't. Do you notice how I actually said nothing there? Yes. It's like Bill O'Reilly. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It is, it what, is what it is. It is, and that's what you do, and that's how it's going to be. Like it or not. And then a little radio one, uh, one-on-one. Then you throw out the phone number. 407 <laughs> If you have anything on this or anything else. And you've managed to kill an entire minute mm-hmm. and say nothing. <laughs> because truly and honestly, we're in the business of killing time. Mm-hmm. And helping you kill time. So, speaking of O'Reilly, I mm-hmm. guess Fox News is livid over the Colbert Report. Or not just the Colbert Report, but what Colbert did at the uh, White House Correspondence Dinner on Saturday night. <laughs> um, apparently, the President and the First Lady were left unsmiling at the end of it. Uh, according to Fox News, and of course the Fox and Friends called it inappropriate, over the line, and not very funny. 
They can totally deny the funniness because it was funny. But not to them. Because well, they got called out a couple times. Well, it's especially Fox News because he's basically doing like a caricature. You know, oh, Fox it, News, yeah. That, that's what that whole half hour is, kind of just showing you how ridiculous these uh, talking heads are. He's satirizing O'Reilly, Hannity, all of these dudes. Did you see uh, Colbert on 60 Minutes? I haven't T-vote. I haven't watched Watch it Watch it. It's very funny because they kind of put him next to... Like uh, his clips next to some of the uh, the uh, right wing kind of uh, you know just yellers, and it is dead on. He did a great job. He's so talented. I'm getting this. You got my vote because of Elizabeth Shue. You got my vote because of your up and comer. I want to be your friend. Dubs's was decent, although obviously at the end of the line. I'm just, hey, I'm just reading what I'm getting. All right? You can like it or not. But, so the Colbert... Stab says, you have my vote. I would love to see Hefe as a pinata. I see. Now, that's just going to be a racist thing, Mm -hmm. and I won't do it. Now, uh, so Colbert, do we have a a little clip of him? Uh, We have a a few clips of him. Uh, I have uh, some of his opening and uh, some of just the highlights from the whole thing. Before we actually play the audio, too, I want to I want to throw this out there. We've been Colbert fans for a while, mm-hmm. especially you. You hopped on the show right as it debuted. Yeah, the first day it was on. I didn't even have cable yet, but as soon as I got cable, I was well, all over it. The first day it came out, I was telling you, wow, you got to watch this show. It is hilarious. I, I said right then, first day it was on, this is better than The Daily Show, and I firmly believe that. Now, let me, and I completely, wholeheartedly agree. Does it kind of piss you off a little bit now that Colbert's getting all this run? I, you know, I didn't see it happening this quick, but I did know that, he, you know, he was going to be, you know, kind of the next little uh, thing out there. The next darling, like mm-hmm. John Stewart was the darling. John Stewart got his run for a while. But the reason is, you always hear it where people will be mad at their favorite band because they quote unquote sold out. Yeah, that they are now popular. That people see the same thing that they saw in them. Because part of us likes to think we're the only one who's found this little nugget, mm-hmm. this 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 gem. And part of the fun of having a show like this, it was like when you and I were sitting after the media bowl with Black Bean and Drunky, and we were telling Black Bean how great the the, the repair, uh, Colbert report is. Yeah, yeah, report report. And we were trying to explain it to him, and he was like, "It seems like something." Like we're like, "Dude, you'll love it. You'll love it." Now it's kind of almost everyone's heard of it, so you don't have that. Yeah, you don't. You can't go out and kind of have a a uh, talking point anymore because everybody watches it, and you aren't going to be turning them on to anything now. I kind of disrespect the people that jumped on the Colbert train after the report came on because I've been a fan of him. I've been a fan of him since Strangers with Candy and mm-hmm. Daily Show. He was very funny in that show, too. Mm-hmm. Mr. Novelet with his gay love affair. I mean, that was hilarious. And he was a writer then, too. And now everybody loves him. It's like uh, it's so, like but, so many other things. So now you're mad. Are you mad at him? Yeah. I'm mad at the people that just jumped on him now. It's just him. finally saw him. Tell him. Preach it. <laughs> All right, that's the other thing, too. When we, when we take a break, come back. I want to play these clips from Colbert and just, mm-hmm. like, the balls that it took. Yeah. To he, stand, f- like... Two people away from the president and rip him a new one in a very backhanded way. A way that he had to kind of laugh the whole time. And then eventually he just didn't. Mm-hmm. 
I, I saw him one time getting a joke explained to him. <laughs> I don't understand. Here's another thing. I want to throw this out there. What are the what are the TV shows that your friends must like in order for you to get along? Now think about that. It's actually a pretty pretty good question because I don't know if I could be friends with somebody like real friends mm-hmm. who doesn't like the Daily Show or the Colbert Report. Because I don't think they'd have the same sense of humor as me. Mine is Nash Bridges. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. I got another one. Arrested Development. If you don't like Arrested Development or you didn't like it, which was the majority of the country, then I don't know if I could be your friend. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. What are those shows? I want to hear from you. That's next in the Hideout. Hideoutheretics.net vote. Ladies and gentlemen of the press corps, Madam First Lady, Mr. President, my name is Stephen Colbert, and tonight it is my privilege to celebrate this president. Because we're not so different, he and I. We both get it. Guys like us, we're not some brainiacs on the nerd patrol. We're not members of the Factinista. We go straight from the gut. Right, sir? That's where the truth lies. Right down here in the gut. Do you know you have more nerve endings in your gut than you have in your head? You can look it up. Now I know some of you are going to say, I did look it up, and that's not true. That's because you looked it up in a book. Next time, look it up in your gut. I did. My gut tells me that's how our nervous system works. Every night on my show, The Colbert Report, I speak straight from the gut, okay? I give people the truth unfiltered by rational argument. I call it the no-fact zone. Fox News, I hold a copyright on that term. I'm a simple man with a simple mind. I hold a simple set of beliefs that I live by. Number one, I believe in America. I believe it exists. My gut tells me I live there. I feel that it extends from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And I strongly believe it has 50 states. And I cannot wait to see how the Washington Post spins that one tomorrow. I believe in democracy. I believe democracy is our greatest export, at least until China figures out a way to stamp it out of plastic for three cents a unit. As a matter of fact, um, Ambassador Zhou Enzhong, welcome. Your great country makes our happy meals possible. There's Stephen Colbert in the opening of his uh, White White House press corps. Uh, oh, no, actually, White House Correspondence Dinner. That wasn't so bad. No, he got... Uh, I didn't leave enough gap at the end there, but that last one about the Happy Meals and uh, China and everything, that one made people very uncomfortable. There was just a very odd pause. Not sure. There was a few people laughing their ass off, but the rest of them were like, Ugh. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Again, I said, you know, 
for me, there are certain shows that I think you have to like. Otherwise, I don't know if we can really be friends. Biggin in Tampa has one here in the hideout. What's up, Biggin? Hey, what's up, FA? What's up, J-Dub? Yep. My show for me has got to be Talk Sex with Sue Johnson. Uh, I, Sue Johansson. Sue Johansson. We've played clips uh, of her on the show before. Radio. Radio. I'm going to pretend that wasn't said. <laughs> Why? It's a very funny, it's interesting very show. It's very funny. I'm oh, just, man, if you can't laugh at some old lady giving sexual advice like that, brother, you got problems. The greatest thing about it is when she does her product thing where she talks about a different product, it, it, she'll say that all of her product reviews are something that she's used personally. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, testimonial. <laughs> so uh, what you do, you get the image of that <laughs> old, <laughs> decrepit lady using the uh, Rambone. <laughs> Right. Hey, thank you, Big. Oh, Appreciate yeah. it. No problem, brother. Take it easy. Uh, you too. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying all the shows, because I think certain shows fall into that category. Like right now, I'm into ER. Mm-hmm. I grew up liking Quantum Leap and Night Court and A-Team. Yeah, I like Meet the Press, but like stuff like that, I understand not everybody's going to like, but there's certain things that fall in line maybe with your sense of humor where if you don't like it, I don't know if we can be friends. I've mentioned Daily Show, Colbert Report. Lost. See, I don't think Lost is in that. It's not... You don't have to get Lost. Yeah, Lost is for smart people. It's a thinking man show. Yeah. Uh, not quite. It's actually your basic thriller mystery show. But it keeps you wondering. keeps your mind active. How do you explain the numbers, then? Hmm. Numbers. Okay, it's a puzzle. I mean, what? How about... uh? Law and Order. If you can't sit down uh, occasionally, you don't have to be like as much of a wit- watcher as me because I watch anytime it's not, anytime I see a Law and Order on, I have to watch it. But you have to be able to sit down and enjoy a Law and Order every once in a while. I'll agree with Law and Order. I am a throw out one. Actually, I got this one from Supervillain. Supervillain says, "I say South Park. If you don't like South Park, either you're too retarded or uptight to understand." Now, that's where you kind of run into the problem, which, by the way, I agree with you. But then you take it to a, a whole nother elitist thing where, well, if you don't like it, then you don't get it. And therefore, you suck. I mean, there there is something to be said about it where if you don't like it, there's probably, I probably have a different um, sense of humor and a, a different set of morals in you. And that could be why, but I don't think... You're better than anyone because you like it and they don't. Right. But, however, if someone likes South Park... You're probably going to enjoy their sense of humor. Yeah, you're probably going to end up getting along. I think Jackass is another one of those, too. Maybe it's like, I don't know if I I can't be your friend, but if you like this show, we'll get along. Mm -hmm. Because if you can sit around and watch Jackass or Wild Boys or something like that and have fun with it, then more than likely you've got the same kind of sense of humor. You got any of them? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. One of mine is just sitting down and watching TV land. You know, like a, like a nice, if you, if you can't sit down and enjoy a nice marathon of Wonder Years, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm, you're going to have to count me out on that one. You don't like Wonder Years? I like Wonder Years, but I don't know if I'd ever watch it again now. Dude, it's, it's even better now. It's like a fine wine. And it shows all night, too. Mm-hmm. It starts at like midnight to about 6 in the morning, then Full House comes on. And then SpongeBob, which I watch. Lewis and Ocala, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. 
Hey, I have to agree with Doves about Law and Order. I have every single season of any kind of Law and Order, criminal intent, SUV, every one of the episodes, and I keep watching them and watching them. Now, even though, do you watch? Do you go back and look for clues and stuff yes. like that? Is it put together like that? Yes. All right. So a lot yeah. of uh, uh, you're right though. There's something about how on a nice Saturday or a Sunday. Right. When they'll run those marathons, you can get to lose a whole day on those marathons. Every not, every Sunday night at, I believe, 10, uh, a whole marathon of uh, Law & Order Criminal Intent starts on Bravo. And I watch also, it every weekend. Also, guys, you were talking about Wild Boys and um, Jackass. Mm-hmm. The other good show to watch with your boys is Team Sanchez. Yeah, that's what everyone's telling me. we got to hop on the Team Sanchez bandwagon. That is hilarious. When they beat, it's like... I was getting beat up and doing stunts. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lewis. Appreciate right. it, bro. Bye. I hope I didn't cut him off in the middle of a 5,000. I think you did. I'll do it for him. 5,000. All right. There you go. That's for you, Lewis. Derek and Rock Ledge here in the hideout. What's up, Derek? Hey, guys. The Simpsons. If you do not enjoy The Simpsons, you're just not cool with me. That show has everything. I'll agree. The Simpsons is one of those that you got to be able to like, or if you like it, we'll get along. Yeah, because I mean, it's got everything: political humor, stupid humor, your poop and fart jokes. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's the best show, and the fact that it's gone on for God, I don't know what, fifteen, sixteen years. Now? It is amazing that it can still be funny after all these years. Do you, you know, like you the, aren't tired of it. Do you like the older ones? It seems like it had a heyday, right? Right around 2000 or so, it seems like it was maybe its strongest. Like right around there for about four or five years, it was untouchable. And right, right. now, I haven't really watched it in a while, the new ones. So. But the, the whole thing is, if you did watch it, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm tired of this. Right. You know, you, well, you'd still think, oh, wow, this is still very funny. The new ones have more, you're able to make more of a parallel to that uh, political humor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, that that um I mean you can really like sit down and look at society around the world and make a lot of parallels so it's kind of moved more in the political direction but uh, they're getting ready to come out with a movie I believe next summer wow is it live action movie all right yeah no, it's animated oh okay and it's gonna it's gonna be amazing I'll be one of those nerds that sleep <laughs> out in front of the movie theaters for you know three weeks waiting for it to come out and we'll be the uh the asses driving by honk and laughing at you but uh enjoy that's it. fine <laughs> i hear you hey thank you All derek right. appreciate it buddy five thousand buys five thousand it's catching on they're catching on i hear some guy on the phone what's up hey some... what's going on guys yo yo dude yo uh I, I don't know i'm calling me crazy but i like a hodgepodge people i mean young old I like sitting down with you know my grandfather and saying you know where the hell's Matt Lock rerun and then and then having uh, my son sitting there wanting to watch Bear and the Big Blue House and then he click on Law and Order which I happen to be a fan too J Dubs and uh, you know I like watching that hodgepodge the different type of stuff you know no I, I hear the thing I'm not saying uh, by the way I love Matlock I will watch Matlock oh I can't stand my, Matlock my but I will watch my grandfather goes crazy for it he's like I will like, what the hell's the rerun I will watch the hell out of some uh, murder she wrote though okay now yeah that was pretty good too now that I think about it. now I agree that it's you know it's one thing about you know narrowing your choices. But you just know, like, let's say you're out at a bar and you're talking mm-hmm. with someone and you mention what your favorite show is. And there's that automatic click of, oh, wow, I really like, uh, you know, if it's Matlock or 
Real the, Time with Bill Maher is one of mine. Yeah, I was like, oh, I love that show. Then that's one of those automatic, all right, we got something in common here. You know, we're flowing. Although, that's really cool you, some guy on the phone, you know, having that relationship with your family. Right, thank you, buddy. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm a little ashamed of. Mm-hmm. I really like the Gilmore Girls. Does okay. that make me lame? I, I've watched it before. No. And I'll say I didn't want to turn it off. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't what? I didn't want to turn it off. I, I watched it one time, and I was hooked. Dude, I, I'm telling you, that girl, she's hot. She is. They, they have the girl from uh, from uh, Bad Santa. In my in this presidency, I believe it is just a lull before a comeback. I mean, it's, it's like the movie Rocky, all right? The president in this case is Rocky Balboa, and Apollo Creed is everything else in the world. <laughs> it's the tenth round. He's bloodied. His corner man, Mick, who in this case I guess would be the vice president, he's yelling, cut me, Dick, cut me. And every time he falls, everyone says, stay down, Rock, stay down. But does he stay down? No. Like Rocky, he gets back up, and in the end, he actually loses in the first movie. Um, hmm. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The point is, it is the heartwarming story of a man who is repeatedly punched in the face. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Talking about, uh, by the way, that was Stephen Colbert from uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I've heard a lot about it, just want you to hear some of it. And we're talking about shows that automatically you know if someone likes, you guys are going to be really good friends. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing out a few. Some agree, some disagree. Let's go to uh, Buddy Darkness listening in Virginia on RealRadio.fm. What do you have, Darkness? How about uh, Nip Tuck? Nip Tuck is not a show that I've seen. Now, Tommy Bateman automatically gives the fist pump like, yes, that is a very good one. That show. All right, guys, 5,000. Uh, right, 5,000, Darkness. That's one that I wish I was into. But I feel so there's some shows that I'm so too far gone. I'm too far gone. I feel like you could never catch up. Watch the DVDs. And I kind of feel that way with Lost. You I'm, have the first season of mine still. You won't bring it back to me. I keep forgetting. And I'm not going to lie, it's just so daunting. And I got so much in my DVR, I'm overwhelmed. It's too much to catch up on. There's not enough time for television. Where life. else on TV, besides Nip Tuck, are you going to see a, a guy who I guess is good-looking tell a kind of okay-looking girl... You're not good enough for me. Put this paper bag on your head and let me have sex with you. And then them show it. Or right, that a... actually does, you, you sold no, it very well. No, but here's the thing, too. I watched one time, and it was a dude giving it to another dude. I, I turned it on. Like, like sexually? Yes. What? Like, what? And, yeah, you see that, too. What was the show? We, we, were, <laughs> we were watching something on, like, uh, one of these websites for, like, uh, the, for the Parents Association or whatever to attack. And there was a show on there that had a forced man-on-man oral scene in it with a gun. Wasn't that? That was Nip Talk. No, that was The Shield. Greatest episode ever. It was funny. It's a it's a great TV show, and I kept talking about it to Matt. The first one he tunes in on is that one. Ugh. He still watches it, though. C-Lane in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, C-Lane? What's up, dude? Go ahead. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned The Family Guy yet. 
here's the thing. We aren't really big Family Guy people in here. I loved Family Guy when it very first came out. I thought it was brilliant. And I don't know if you guys saw the uh, Cartoon Wars episode of South Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. Where the They brought up the exact same issue that I have with Family Guy. It's now just a series of vin- joke vignettes that really right. have nothing to do with the plot. And it kind of annoys me at this point. It's kind of gimmicky. You know kind of where it's going to go at all times. It's like a little more to a template lately. Yeah, it's, it's like one of those scripted wrestling matches where you know what's going to happen next. You know Tatanka is going to start you know, doing his war chant, and then he's going to start chopping him in the head. I will say this about Family Guy, though. It is one of those shows, even though we may not be fans of it, that if you say it, you know, people would be like, yes, I love that show. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got, a, you know, the friendship's taken, you know, it's easier to start because the two of you are Family Guy fans. Mm-hmm. Thank you, C-Line. Later. Uh, 407-916-1041, Man, did you watch those episodes of the Cartoon Wars or the Family Guy? No, I didn't watch those. Simpsons, uh, it was all South Park, and then about showing the image of Muhammad. Brilliant. And they even poked fun of themselves about getting so preachy, mm-hmm. which is really kind of cool, too. Let's go to Two Bongs Don't Make a Pipe in Ormond Beach here in the hideout on Road Ready. Hey, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I love taking the name thing to the next level and making it phrases. Go ahead, Two Bongs Don't Make a Pipe. What's going on, boys? How's it going? <laughs> All right. Great show. Hey, listen, Seinfeld, come on. I'm surprised no one's mentioned it yet. That's the greatest live-action television show ever. You know what? I'll agree. I think an automatic, but here's the thing, so many people liked Seinfeld mm-hmm. that you, you're going to be very, it's almost a thing of, wow, you don't like Seinfeld? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Because well, so many actually, people liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I know a few people that don't, they're actually vehement uh, advocates of hating Seinfeld. They they hate it. They fucking hate the show. No, actually, you can't say that. <laughs> two bongs. Sorry, guys. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> two bongs don't make a pipe. I was surprised no one was coming with that. Yeah, I was surprised we had to dump you. Uh, sorry, boys. That's all right. Take it easy, man. Now, yeah. uh, one that I will say, if you've watched it and sat down and you hated it, I don't know if I if we match up at all. Uh, Entourage. A lot of people can't say that they like it because a lot of people haven't seen it. But if you've sat down and watched it and you hated it. I I don't know what's going on in your head. Here's the problem. I got HBO now. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it's not like the new episodes haven't started yet. Well, no, like now's the perfect time because it's all the old ones. Yeah, they're they're playing them actually chronologically. Yeah, I hopped in too late. And no. now it's another one of those shows I feel I'm too far gone. No, the greatest thing about it is the new season. It, it it's like a continuing of the storyline, but it's easy to pick up right in the middle. Really? Yeah. All right, maybe I'll hop on the Entourage bandwagon. Mm-hmm. That's just another pressure thing for my uh it's only a half DVR. hour man it's a half hour show no commercials terrific uh, you know the one another one the office you know i think i would love the office i just have not watched it yet all right let's go to sean in orlando you're in the hideout what's up sean About Sanford and Son. Though. Sanford and Son is a winner. I think. I, you know what's kind of upsets me? You never see the reruns of Sanford and Son anymore. No. Yeah, you do. They're I don't. On TV Land all the time. Are they? Yeah, during the day usually though. They usually don't play those at night. 
Well, that's because you're sitting at home slacking all day watching Sanford, son. Right, you people, son of a bitch. People are telling me early. <laughs> people are telling me teachers is good. Right, I just lost a lot, lost a lot of respect for our buddy, the Water Boy. What? Did you throw home, MacGyver in there? Home improvement. <laughs> now you can't say that guiltily you uh, sat down and watched a rerun of, uh, of Home Improvement. Back I in de- hate Home Improvement. But you've watched episodes of it. You just love the dubs because of the fact that he was such a Lions fan. He was always wearing he, Lions gear. He actually is a Lions fan. I've seen him at games. Good for you, you losers. What? Huh? By the way, real fast, you hear Marcus Vick? <laughs> What's going on with Vick? Stop, you're such an ass. I hate you. <laughs> you're such an ass. Quest Love in Vienna, you're in the hideout. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys ever heard the show on Adult Swim called The Boondocks? Yes, I love The Boondocks. Our uh, hideout heretic, TL, turned it on to me, gave me the DVD, or like a DVD of it. I, I've actually watched it once, and what I thought of it was... <laughs> okay, you, why, dude? Watch uh-huh. it again, Dubs. It's a great show. You're missing out. I think that actually means he liked it. Uh-huh. I, I think. I'm not sure what that is. More power. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Quest Love. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. What a bad gimmick that was. Dude, you know how much money he made off of that? Oh, though? I'm sure. And how much money he's still making because that show's in syndication? Home improvement? Get out of here. I will right, come back. We'll finish up with the phone calls on the uh, movies and we'll finish up with that Colbert audio. Uh, not movies, I'm sorry, television shows. Next in the Hideout, it's Real Radio 104.1. It's a Tuesday night with the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. John in Orlando, you're next up. What do you got, John? Yo, um, if a guy doesn't watch SportsCenter, he's a fag. <laughs> okay, thank you, John. <laughs> I don't know if that completely... I don't know, I don't like the use of that word. Why don't you just throw one of these in there instead? I'm going to say that SportsCenter is one of those shows, though, where automatically you're going to have a friendship. I think every person, or at least guy, watches SportsCenter. That doesn't mean you guys get along on the same level. No, I don't think Tommy watches SportsCenter. He's not a big sports guy. Hmm? No, it, not team sports. Have you ever noticed, like, if you've had to go, like, drive somebody to the airport? That's shocking. You're not a team player. Wow, that's almost amazing. Uh, I would have never guessed it. All right. Um, yeah. Now my story seems weird, but have you ever noticed you got to pick somebody up and take them to the airport, or if you got to meet like a buddy of yours up at like six in the morning? Mm-hmm. Sports Center is always on. Like I've always noticed that. Like it's one of those early morning things. Well, that... they put it on a loop. Yeah, it's just the same thing over and over. If you, if you sit there for a while, you'll see the same clips and everything going on. Matt and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Oh, uh, when I was one thing real quick. When I was on hold, I. Uh... Notice that you can tell Chunks has no life because uh, he seems to know TV Land schedule pretty well. <laughs> that is true for someone About who mid, uh, mid afternoon you can find. Uh... <laughs> well, he works for someone who works incredibly hard. He does know daytime it's, TV way too easy. During the weekend, well. during the day and the weekend, they play it like on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I can't. Nice, right. nice cover up. I yeah. would be here, but they don't have air conditioning in here. Go ahead, uh, Matt. Um, uh, but uh, the. The roots of all physical humor, uh, the Three Stooges. Yeah, all right, here's the funny thing about the Three Stooges. Damn, I was going to say that, too. I hate you, Matt. Loved them as a kid. Thank Burn you, Matt. Hell, dude. 
as, yeah. as you go back and watch them, you're like, oh, wow, this is, a race, this is a racist show. As a kid, you loved it, and it was very funny and everything. You go back and watch it now, it's like going back and trying to play the Teddy Ruxpin. You just aren't going to have as much fun with it as you used to. No? Mm, I still kind of like it. It's yeah, just the, the whole racist thing kind of. They got um, a special at Walmart. You could get the old one, $2 for eight episodes. Curly's Classics. I have volumes one, two, and um, five. Well, then good. You're getting three and four for your birthday. <laughs> Joe and Ocala. Hey, guys. I got probably one of the best shows ever, and it's 15 minutes long, so it never gets old. Mm-hmm. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. All right. Which one is that? What's that one about? It's the one with uh, the fries and the milkshake and the meatball. And yeah, it's, it's uh, very funny. Surprisingly enough, on uh, Real Radio, about three-quarters of their promos use Aqua Teen Hunger Force drops, if you listen to them. All right. Well, maybe I should start listening to the station. <laughs> uh, I usually don't listen from 7 to 11. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Like the rest of you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a show I heard about, it's funny. It's supposed to be on Adult Swim. I've never actually got a chance to see it. I think it's, it's called uh, like Robot Chicken, something like that. Well, that seems to be the, the new thing, too, where it's 15-minute episodes now. Further shortening the the, uh, the attention span of our children, it's now 15-minute episodes. Do you know that they that that Adult Swim is uh, thinking about bringing back or has signed back uh, uh, Saved by the Bell? Yes, I did see that yes. somewhere. Is it the same crew? Uh, yeah, I guess Mr. Belding's dead. What in real life? Yeah, in real life. When the hell did that happen? He's not dead. Are you no? kidding me? No, I just saw him on an FX show a few months ago. Hmm. Jesus, Dubs, God. But they, uh, Hold on, we got to look into this then. It could be true. No, this can't be true. But I, I hear Screech is going to be the new principal of the school. I thought they already did that. I want them to be students. What the hell? <laughs> what? They're going to be 40-year-old students? I'm sure they won't be 40, but... They worked in Beverly Hills, 90210. True. Just run a whole Billy Madison angle with it. Right. None of them actually graduated. Uh, Sof and a V. Oh, is, it, is this Sof or, uh, yeah, hey, what's up? documentary filmmaker? What's up, man? How's it going? All right, first of all, let me ask you this. This is a little uh, update. Did uh, Bike Curious BJ make it to the airport this morning? He did. He made it there early. Okay, and did you get a lot of footage last night of uh, his final night in Orlando? Uh, yeah, we just played uh, Guitar Hero all night, watched some TV. He didn't get a lot of sleep. He was nervous about his flight. Uh, there was a party the first floor of our apartment complex, and he did oh. not go. So I was really proud of him. My, my roommate came in drunk, and he uh, he didn't go down there. So all right, well that's that good. Really good. It's it's his first step. Then mm-hmm. it's very good. Yeah, it's progress. Do, did well, he? How did he? We had, we had a long talk, and uh, we're good to go. I did. Was it on? Was it on camera? Uh, on the ride home, it wasn't. We were just talking. Right. Um, but well, how, uh, how did he sound? Know, on the way, he uh, you you know he he still I guess is in denial of a lot of stuff. You know, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. But, you know, we talked about it, and uh, I, I think he's going he's gonna to do well. So Very good. You know, we, I talked to him today when he got home, and he's doing good. It's raining up in Michigan right now. All right. Well, they, wow, he's a new best friend, Soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. That, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, glad to stick that baggage <laughs> on you. Yeah. Uh, you were going to give us a TV show? Yeah, American Gladiators. American Gladiators was awesome. All right, was, uh, that, dude, was that filmed here in town? Uh, I think it was, yeah, over at Universal. Okay, because isn't there... Dubs, weren't you and I driving around? Yes, and we saw an American Gladiator building. Where it's like a workout facility or something. Mm-hmm. 
And I was wondering if like they trained there. If and still I always, do. I always thought it was, uh, it was in Orlando. The, and I always thought it was maybe over at one of the studios. Yeah, it's over on the back lot. They always did the uh, drop in at the beginning for the intro. Oh. Orlando, Florida. Oh, I had no idea. All right, cool. Hey, thank you, buddy. We appreciate everything you've done, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, talk to you later. All right, see you. Yeah, I, where was that when we were on our way with uh, Black Bean and Drunky to go eat? We saw it, that was, Amer- it was on the way back home. We saw that American Gladiators like workout building. Mm-hmm. I want to go in there. Why don't we go become American Gladiators, Dubs? You and me. I get to be Zap. I want to be the one. Wait, was that the chick? Yeah. I'll be Nitro then. The one that retired and they're still stuck around to interview people? Mm-hmm. Hey, which, which one? Can of, I be Malibu? Wasn't American Gladiators kind of just a grown-up version of Double Dare? No, it, well, uh. basically what American Gladiators was, uh, and they tried to gimmick uh, or uh, mimic uh, the American Gladiators on Nickelodeon after American Gladiators was over. They had a, a show called Guts. Does anybody else remember guts? Yeah, I remember guts with that uh, the big the big uh, wall at the end, the agro crag. Yeah, had to climb the agro crag, and it always got bigger every season. That was the yeah. thing. They'd put another light on it. Did you ever watch Battle Dome? Battle yeah, Dome, no. Dome, Scott Farrell was the horrible host of that, but it was actually a decent show. It was just like American Gladiators, but they would actually beat each other up. Like you could actually kick the other person in the face while, uh, like you'd hang on and be up in the air, and you could kick the other person in the face. Do you think we're gonna look back uh, fondly on Slam Ball? I don't know why Slam Ball hadn't taken off. It's done now. It's not on anymore. It, it always seems like it, it seemed like a match made in heaven. I guess Mike O'Malley hosted Guts. <laughs> Yeah, he did. We need to get in hosting something over at Universal. Fun little show, you and me. Guts too. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yes, <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> they built like the rocks of a, a pyramid out mm-hmm. of uh, like foam, and you could easily see that they didn't have enough money to spray paint it. Yeah, completely. So I mean, they'd be like <laughs> ten different colors of foam. You can jump it in the ball bin at Chuck E. Cheese. Apparently, uh, Black Bean was on that show. What show? Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. No way. Get the hell out of here. Doing that's, what? That's what EJ from the U is telling me. Was Did, he really? Was he contestant in it? Did he win? Uh, hold on. Wait for Dude, the, the winner uh, got $500. The Three days at Universal. Up. Free. Was that the one with the crag? Or is no, that, that was Guts. The Agro Crag. Yeah. Agro Crag. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, up next, next, on the hideout. It's the hideout. Hey, Matt, call over to that American Gladiators place and see if they'll uh, give Dubs and I a tour. You don't want to go check it out? I'd love to. I wonder if they have, like, the old things set up. The joust? The joust. Remember the ones we had to put the balls in the, um... Oh, yeah, and they had the gun one, too, where they are shooting balls at you? And, like, they would, like, knock you out of the way? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go train to be gladiators. It's a hideout. It's a hideout already on 104.1 on a Tuesday night. Stay tuned for Heard It First with our friends from Local 6. That'll happen at 10.30. Also do the Headlines Game Show after that. I like to ending the show with the uh, game show. Here are a couple of things. Just real fast, Dubs. Uh, Toyota record sales. American autos continue to drop. Mm-hmm. Plane blows tire off, uh, blows tire at takeoff, but lands safely in Houston. Ooh, has to be just a 
Oh, I can't. I can't imagine. Hey, we have a flat. We're gonna land on it anyway. And alarming resurgence of Taliban influence and control in parts of Afghanistan. Uh oh. So the war that we thought we were winning, not too sure. The war you don't even hear about anymore. Mm-hmm. Iraq. Yeah. Don't really hear about that one either. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's all about the new one, Iran. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on already. I'm already looking ahead to North Korea. I think that's going to be the good one. No way, dude. China, that's what I'm waiting for. Oh, please. That's not even going to be fair. It's not even going to be fair or close. Uh, Hey, the new Tool album came out today. I got the bootleg version. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and go buy the... Uh, yeah? Yeah, I'll support the band. I always like to have the CD and the CDR, especially with a band like Tool. We're on the air. We support them by saying, hey, it's a good album. Go buy it. Well, I want to buy it, too. Do my part. Do you think um, Do you think they're around? Because I, Tool's one of those bands where, I mean, it could sell out at, like, all the circuit cities and Best Buys the day it came out. I mean, I know Wu-Tang had well, that. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, people have gotten it for free that I can't see nowadays. They, mm-hmm. I, they don't put any of their stuff on iTunes. Oh, they don't? They didn't before. I wonder if they did this next go-around. By the way, our podcasting. Oh, so the whole Bicurious BJ saga mm-hmm. is all up on the podcasting. If you missed it, it was the ultimate in like reality radio of what that kid did at the Monster Anniversary show, all the stories, and then hearing his breakdown and crying at the end of it after Dub's kicking him out. You have to go hear that. On, it, on the podcasting on iTunes. The interview with uh, Sue Erickson Blowland's also up there about celebrity fame, too, why we're obsessed. Very cool. But anyway, that Tool album came out. I'm liking, I'm liking it more and more the, that I hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Blender came out with a list of the worst things to ever happen to music. Mm-hmm. Just period. Some of these are pretty good. Yeah, they uh, they have some joke ones in there, but for the most part, they have some some pretty uh, legitimate things that I never thought of. I don't want to go through all because it's like fifty, mm-hmm. but like forty nine is the dude who yells "free bird" at every rock show. That's me. I do it just to be an ass. I don't do it seriously like I want to hear. For, well, now I yell "Tuesday's gone," which works out a lot better for me. The thing is, you don't just yell at rock shows. You yell at Walmart or 7-Eleven. My favorite thing to do is yelling at a cover band or at a jukebox. Here's the other thing you'll do, too, in the bathroom, whenever we go to a concert together. Do the Slayer yell. Slayer! Isolate that. And you know what happens? I want that on my instant replay. And you know what happens? Everybody put, pumps their fists in the air and goes, yeah! F and A! Say it again. Slayer! And it has to be in the breaking. Yeah. Slayer! I'm going to say this is Lucian in Orlando. You're in the hideout? Yeah. What's up, buddy? Turn your radio down. Hey, uh, you guys got to check out the uh, string chord setup tool. I know you guys are talking about the new CD that just came out. I got it, too. But uh, the string chord set, Third Eye, and Edema, those kick ass. I actually, I've been looking for them, and I cannot find them. I uh, I do want them, though. I've heard they're very, very good. So I'm All right, try- then you got to come to my house, because we got both of them. All right, well, why don't you burn it and bring it up to me? That'd be great. <laughs> Party's at my place. All right, thanks, dude. Now, when I, it's kind of gay. This top 50 <laughs> worst things that ever happened in uh, music, I thought when I looked at it, I, when I just browsed it at first, that 39 was a joke. AIDS. But what? <laughs> 
But their their reason is legitimate that it it, it more demonized the uh, sex and rock and uh, the sex and drugs that went around uh, along with rock and roll, and it made it you know less glamorous. Yeah, because they cite Freddie Mercury and Easy E. Mm-hmm. Right, let's go back though on a couple of them. Forty Eight's a good one. Yeah. Hip hop skits. The little uh, tracks in between the songs that you know maybe funny the first time you listen to them, but. After a while, if you have the album for a while, you're just like, come on. I can't even listen to this album straight through because I have to put up with this minute and a half skit. The first one that I really remember it on was The Chronic. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Was the Well, that one and also uh, Snoop's album, but that came out after The Chronic. Didn't some of the NWA albums have those on it, too? I'd be willing to bet, probably. Yeah, NWA had a couple. And the skits just seemed really... I don't know. You're I, right. It was funny the first time, but after a while, you hit... You're, you can't listen to it straight through. You have to start, you know, going down there and, you know, knowing right when to hit the skip button. Right. Uh, slash quitting Guns N' Roses. That was a hit. That was a huge hit to Guns N' Roses. This is funny. This has to make you feel stupid. Again, this is the top 50 things, worst things that ever happened to music. And by the way, feel free to throw in if you've got any. Um, we can even see if they're on the list. But... Scott Stapp. Mm-hmm. Like you got to feel bad when you are just number thirty uh, or number forty-two. Yeah, you're singled out there. Here's what's funny. See, here, now they're trying to run a little bit of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Van Halen fire David Lee Roth, thirty-five, thirty-four. Van Halen fire Sammy Hagar, thirty-three. Van Halen fire Sammy Hagar. Uh, thirty. 30- thirty-four was higher, and then oh. thirty-three was fire. 32, Van Halen, higher Gary Sharon. That didn't last long, did it? Mm-mm. The Gary Sharon experiment? I have to say, worst thing that happened to radio, uh, higher David Lee Roth. <laughs> I'll have to say this, though. I like I like the Hagar Van Halen way more than the Roth uh, Van Halen. Yeah, I'm a Van Hagar guy. I, just, uh, I don't like Roth, just period. Now, the funny thing on this list, number 14 is Florida. What? They aren't besmirching Florida, but they uh, they aren't uh, a big fan of what comes out of Florida. Uh, the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, O-Town, Limp Bizkit, Two Life Crew, uh, and, uh, of course, Creed. They even say the uh, death metal bands like Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. which I have to disagree with. I think. Well, there's, there's some of the death metal bands that come out of here that are just too over the top. Minute too late, man. Titusville, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up? What's going on, fellas? What you got? Uh, I got somebody who uh, who puts a lot of skits in their uh, CDs too. Oh, who's that? Eminem. Uh, who? Eminem. Yeah, Eminem will do it too. Yeah, he's got like Can Connect from Connecticut. That's a funny one though. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah I... for the first couple times, but after a while, you're like, yeah, I know the joke already. I'm moving on. Now I agree wholeheartedly with number thirty. Number thirty on the list: braided goatees. Shut up. Those are cool. A braided goatee is cool. It's not good for music. It's overdone. Please. Only one on radio. Which actually... Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. <laughs> How would you know? Yeah. All right. All right, 21 is nearly every... Rush could be sitting over there with one right now. You don't know that. Uh, 
21 is nearly every hip-hop video. Again, the top 50 things worse with music or awful with music. And they were cool for a while, but they they can't come up with a new gimmick on them. I got to say, though, man, where hip-hop went wrong is when they stopped talking about killings, and it all came about what you got. Well, they started reading, uh, like, their all their songs are just reading down the receipt. Today I bought a... Would you get that from uh, Larry the Cable Guy? Get her done. 12, Fetterline. Worst things to happen to music. Six, Madonna, in her British accent. Seven, Finding God, which can really hurt an artist. You know, like when they tend to find God, they tend to kind of uh, change their whole style. Or quit completely. That just happened with uh, one of the guys from Corn. Yeah, who was it, Head? Yeah. And then everybody says the band's been nowhere near the same since. Doesn't it piss you off when people find God? I know that sounds odd to say, mm-hmm. but that it's got to upset you a little bit. I just hate when people will live their lives one way and be awful and you know do some really crappy things. You, you know, it doesn't piss me off when they find God. It pisses me off when they find God and they feel more superior to you because... Uh, they found God, and you haven't. Remember Maze? I know that really hurt music, too, when Maze found God. And we wouldn't have a More Money, More Problems Part 2, which we were Mo, all... It's going to be Mo Jesus, Less Problems. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 on the Hideout. Uh, oh, and I want to say Happy Slayer Day. I believe it's a Saturday. 666 Slayer Day That's not this Saturday It's the fifth month Ah Next month then Yeah I'll be Damn it We have plenty of time To plan For 666 Alright hold on a second I want to talk about that next In the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1 Alright welcome back Into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1 Ralph and Melbourne You next up What's up Ralph Hey how you doing guys Alright brother yeah, I was sitting there thinking, I was driving home from work tonight, and you, I uh, got my radio on to you all, and uh, talking about somebody that finds God in a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, I was in a band in a local area here, and we played and we played, uh, you know, Melbourne and uh, different areas here, and uh, we were we were doing well. We were started uh, getting some uh, things out there, and mm-hmm. travel up to different states and do some stuff, and... Uh, and the guitar player just took a poop on me, man. And decided Hot. <laughs> found scary. found Jesus and like all of a sudden you know, you're we were a little heavy and we 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 had a writer that uh, it was a buddy of mine from Jersey and he was in a couple bands up there and it was real tough up and uh, he had some good stuff going on and writing was well and it was good stuff and then and all the, of a sudden rug uh, like the stuff yeah rug pulled out from underneath you thanks dude you know what's uh. That'd be interesting if that, like, happened on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, one of us was like, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I don't feel like it's morally correct. I think that'd be you before anybody. I'd have to agree with you. All of a sudden, I find God. You're a puss. What the hell does that mean? And that's what I'll say when, when you do say it. I'm out, bro. You're just a big poon. What the hell? 
Hey, real fast, I know a lot of people have talked about it, and I'm sure they'll even hit on it tonight when we talk to a Local 6 for Heard It First. Mm-hmm. So what happened? There was poop on Tinker Field from the Earth Day birthday? I guess so. That's what uh, they're saying. They're saying there's some game the next day or something. And uh... I will say this. Tinker Field is a fantastic baseball field. Mm-hmm. I remember going out there for other shows and thinking, this isn't right having it out here. This is a really beautiful like facility. See, I've never played baseball, really, so I had no uh, That's a thoughts nice... on it one way or the other. It's a nice one. Lake Highland Prep baseball team. They're scheduled to play a game tonight, I guess. And they say that the venue is damaged, littered with debris and feces. Stuff's going to happen. Yeah. It's a concert. People have to go to the bathroom. What? You don't think people were just dropping joy right there, pinching one off. I hope so. Pinching one off the third base, uh, at third base. It wouldn't be rock and roll if you didn't. Now, I, you can definitely rule me out as one of the people dropping drawer. Because when I lay one, everybody knows. Rob Zombie would have been up there screaming about it. He'd have written his next song about your log. Mm-hmm. The Growler. <laughs> screaming while I'm doing it. There's something. Oh, you know what? Get Chunks in here real fast. Speaking of Earth Day birthday, he worked at the merch tent, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to rant about something. We were going to get to it last night, but the whole Bicurious BJ saga kind of sidetracked us. Where you at, Chunks? I know he's probably back in the office. Somebody find him. Um, I guess he's working in the merch tent. Here he comes. There he is. Hey, so for birthday birthday, you work in the merch tent, and what happened? Well, uh, I was I was doing selling shirts. Shirts are basically what you sell there. They have lighters and stuff like that. You have kind of a, I don't know, an interesting crowd that goes to these things. Definitely are people. Yeah. But I noticed something in particular. Uh, one of the more popular items that they were selling there, I guess, is the Earth Day birthday tank top. Okay. You know, you go maybe to the mall or, you know, at the beach in the boardwalk, you'll see kind of a, you know, real good-looking body on a chick wearing mm-hmm. one of these things. Problem was the chicks that were coming up to me asking for them uh, weren't so good-looking of bodies. So I'd have, like, a lady would come up to me, and she'd go, Hey, do you got uh, you got the birthday birthday tank top? You got that... Uh, in a medium? I was like, uh, no. She was, but I see him right there. That lady just got one. And I said, uh, no. I mean, and the lady probably was hooch size. All right, so you were turning back merchandise? Yeah, man. It's not right want... for the chicks that could wear that stuff. You saw the body painting going on out there. Some of it was very nice. Some of it should have been. Ju- they should have just used a van wrap for them. Right, yeah, that's gonna... why I was. I was saving the good stuff for the girls that should wear it. If you're gonna get body painted out there, mm-hmm. it's funny how chicks will do it and think that it's okay, whereas like it's covering everything up, mm-hmm. but it pronounces even more your body imperfections. Yes, you because think- there's some hot chicks there. I, I was thinking. 
You know what? She'd be hotter with a shirt on. Yes. Do you, the two rolling around VIP. Yeah. There was one of them who looked good. And the other one had, uh, it was looking good, but had kind of a, a pudgy little belly there. And that's one of those where if you meet this chick at the bar, mm-hmm. you think, oh my goodness, this is a score. I'm taking this home. I'm going to tear it up. And then you get the shirt off, and you're like, oh, man. Well, it wasn't that bad, but it was like, mm. it, it's not as perfect as it looked with the shirt on. The disappointment is real. And sometimes they'll get angry that you're staring at their painted chest. It's like you're putting glitter there. You want to draw my eye. Why are you mad at me for wanting to stare at your, your puppy-colored breast? All right, I will say this, too. So I'm over at Best Buy the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm walking in. This girl's walking out. Okay. I'm not kidding you. A beer gut. I mean, like a legitimate beer gut. Like kind of like her chest was kind of proportionate, but her gut was just like round. It was. It, it she wasn't pregnant. Hey, there's a difference. You know when a chick's. This was. It wasn't a hard belly. It was. It was a flabby kind of belly, mm-hmm. and it was just hanging. Like she had an orange shirt on, and that was like kind of hanging out of the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and. Where her where her belly button is, her shirt, like the bottom of her shirt doesn't go down over her belly button. It comes to midway in her belly button. Ugh. So the bottom part of her shirt is like stuck up in her belly button. Ugh. Just creating one big bunch of lint in there, I'm sure. Do, do you think that's just denial? Like, do you think they were good looking no, at one well, point or they just don't care? I don't think it's denial. I think people are lying to them. It I think I think there's a boyfriend saying, no, you look great in that. doesn't want to get smacked. It can't be. I just I refuse to believe that. There has to be some sort of a denial. I'm sure there's denial, but I don't think it's them denying. I think they, they have uh, self-consciousness, but uh, they, they are being lied to enough to make them think, oh, maybe that isn't that bad. I have to pee. I'll give this to Hooch, though. She never wore, like, belly shirts and stuff like that. Give her cologne. I mean, on one level, so mean. <laughs> Imagine her in, like, a unitard. <laughs> I did. I saw it. It's Vicarious BJ. Or, like, the Bastion Booger suit. Just kind of white underwear and a kind of a white tank top. Right, how about we do this? How about we send Chunks out? And maybe it's too late tonight. Or maybe it's not. Maybe we send Chunks out somewhere. Mm-hmm. To tell girls that that isn't the right thing for them. Do you think you can get that? Do you think you can get some girls to go on the air with you and uh, don't tell them what you're going to do for, at first? Then uh, kind of just say, hey, that isn't working for you. I could do that. Saying we're conducting an interview? Yeah. Or well, maybe have them go up to them and ask them, are you pregnant or not? It's so what do you think? Is the mall still open? No, nah, mall's closed. You have to go what? to a Walmart, which should be easier. Oh, are you it kidding should be, me? It should be a very, very easy score there. Oh, man. They're going to kick you out of the Walmart. I know. They already got me gunned from the first time we went over there Greg last week. Greg and Electronics hates you. That guy, Greg. What? What about Greg? He's... Hey, how about this? Maybe you don't even get him on the air. Maybe you just go over there and you're standing there and you're just shouting at him. Like, hey, you in the pink. How about moving up a size? <laughs> that little mean. But don't you think it's part of that tough love thing? Yeah, that's mean, though. I'm feeling. I, I say you do it, I, and it's great. It's you because you aren't perfect. 
And let me look at you like, this guy's actually making fun of me? The guy with the broke back beard? What do you think, Dubs? Or is that is that? No, I like it. Top? Let's go do it. Got to send him out now, though. Yeah. Make sure uh, get while the getting's good. Want to head over to the Walmart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the problem? No, I just got to get uh, print out the news real quick. What news? For Tommy, for tonight. All right. Well, fine. We'll be fine. Right. You're not gonna be gone long. I just want one break out there with you yelling at fat chicks. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. New Tool album out today. This is Vicarious. The new one. This is a dream if you're working in uh, in music radio. Oh, just uh, to be able to talk for a good 45 seconds. You can play the, fo- the edited phone calls over the top of it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done the thing where like you are... Uh, you're trying to act like the phone call was live because usually on these uh, radio stations to play music, the phone calls aren't live; they're taped. And they're uh, never live, and very rarely. And when they uh, when they would request it, you know, you'd say, "Yeah, I got it right here," and uh, then you'd hit the song. For a while, I didn't get it, and I would start playing it before the person actually said it to request it. Right. And I just look like a jackass, just giving away the whole secret. Yeah, I know. I'll, I. And, but you'll hear that to this day in major market radio. Music radio is so easy. I never want to go back to it, but I know if I did, it would be just like I'd feel like I'm. I feel like I'm stealing money now, doing what we're doing. Oh yeah. But in music radio, it's just not even fair. No, it's it's the easiest job you could ever have, basically. Ah. Uh, you know, we're talking, we sent chunks out to the Walmart to kind of tell women that they shouldn't be wearing things. Mm-hmm. And not just women, too, because, you know, guys are big offenders of that as well. What, what? I'll tell you who knows how to dress. Matthew Albert. Really? As a big guy, he wears overly large shirts. Mm-hmm. Well, what I as opposed to, to not have, sorry, as opposed to not Hefe, who will wear, try to squeeze into a medium. When I was at my largest, I would always wear two shirts. I just just to cover up kind of the folds. That's what I do. It softens the folds and the man boobs. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes it look like uh, straight down instead of kind of showing the curves at all. Yeah, and everything. I've, exactly. I've done that. I did that when I was skinny because of the fact that I sweat a lot, and it's just something that I've always done. I don't feel right with one shirt on. In fact, sometimes when I'm lounging at home, I'll do two shirts. Matt will roll around just one shirt, one cut-off shirt. Mm-hmm. Flexing the whole time. <laughs> just sitting there on the couch. Watching Cadence and North Dallas 40. Right. Thinking I could be on there. All right. Speaking of wearing stuff you probably should have never worn, mm-hmm. there was this one time, I'll never forget it, in the eighth grade. You was I think it was like the eighth grade, ninth grade, at least for me, when Jabot was hot. Yeah. And so the the cool thing was to get a different color of Jabot, like as many different colors of Jabot, the the jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had turquoise. That is gay. Hold on, it gets worse. I'd laugh at turquoise, but I have an entire car that color. So uh... <laughs> right, thank you. I had red. Blood red Jabot jeans. I know a couple of people that had those. Actually, it, the one Mexican guy in our school had red Jabot jeans. 
That was me in the Texas-Michigan exchange program. And the other thing that I had, which was so embarrassing, is that I don't think any guy should ever wear it. White. Oh, Jerbo yeah. jeans. And they were really tight. It was at that time where I'd lost a lot of weight, but probably mm-hmm. not enough to squeeze into them. Mm-hmm. No, those weren't Jerbo. Those were guests. And, dude. Skids. Oh, my God. Well, my big thing, I remember in middle school, and I only did it one time. made the mistake once. I wore a new Kids on the Block shirt to school. Mo! I was a NKOTB guy. Mo! What? Danny, John. When I was in third grade, Donnie, I, made the, Joey. I, I made the mistake of wearing a members-only shirt. Not a jacket, <laughs> but a members-only shirt. Yes! I'd be rocking this in uh, middle school. I loved it. Early middle school. Oh, 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 I can sing this. One of the mistakes that I made, and it was so accidental because we'd gotten a T-shirt from a friend, and I didn't even think about it. I just threw it on, and I happened to go see the movie Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I and remember I remember, that. I remember the ushers being outside and me walking in with my Spider-Man Two shirt to see Spider-Man Two. Up everybody, if you want to take a chance. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, this is one of the biggest mistakes the I've ever made. New kids dance. I hated New Kids. How do I know Don't the lyrics to this? About nothing, because it won't take long. Because he got to be hanging tough. Hanging tough. Uh, here's a, why do you break into song every night now? I hate when people break into song. Like, when it happens on a sitcom, it's so... Douche chill. That I changed the channel. I hate. I that love I'm, it. I hate that I'm stuck in here with you. Damn you! This is this is Wilson Phillips. I'm sure you wore this shirt too when you were in the third grade. It was probably the same uh, size as Carney Wilson's. I was a chubby kid. Life except for you was did you ever wear anything embarrassing Tommy just my hair <laughs> when you had, long, <laughs> when you had your long hair yeah you look back at that and cringe yeah well in seventh grade I did the thing where it was it was like basically the mullet but then I did the shave on the side oh. but just like an inch <laughs> above my ear my dad actually let me do that. He should have punched me in the face and thrown me down the steps. I did the thing where I where I shaved underneath and pulled it back in a ponytail for I hated a while. That. I could see that. Chicks I... used to do that too. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the scabs. Or they would shave underneath in the back mm-hmm. and then pull it back. It was awful. I'd never seen it that was in a girl ugly. before. I can see Matt and Dubs driving down the street in a car singing of this. This is perfect road trip music. You just have your windows down. If you're going to drive off the side of the road. How is it you two are so into this crap? It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Up next on the hideout. <laughs> What's the water boy said? And Tommy said I was gay. <laughs> Good point. I'm not the one who mentioned gay porn. What? It's not gay porn, it's home improvement. 
exact same thing. <laughs> I will come back with chunks at the Walmart. Uh-huh. Kind of shouting to the ladies they need an extra size. I'll give them a... <laughs> no, don't. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Remember, go to hideoutheretics.net mm-hmm. and uh, vote for Hefe's Hoochies in the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft or whatever team you think appropriate. I would say vote for whoever you think has the best team. Don't uh, don't let peer pressure get to you. Please, I wish I had that kind of power over our audience. Um... Let's go to Chunks at a Walmart. Chunks. What's up, guys? How you doing? All right. Why are you all whispering? Guys, man, I feel like I'm in a golf tournament watching a player because there's a there's actually a specimen sitting outside right now. All right. Here's the thing. We sent Chunks out to yell at people who are wearing clothes that are too small. He was working the merch booth at Earth Day birthday and just noticed that almost obese women were wanting mediums and smalls when it came to tank tops. So you see the specimen? Yeah, definitely. That's great. It's Crikey, what's her wingspan? Huh? <laughs> it's like a pterodactyl. All right, let me let me lay down. Let me lay down to you what this chick looks like. All right, go ahead. She's sitting in front of a, a, a food-eating place. I don't want to n- mention it, but she's outside. She's got she's got the, the one? mom. Is it the one? The mom, she's got the mom shorts on. Mm-hmm. Coming up with, a little bit high. With the mom shorts on. And these are severely undersized as well. Of course. Um, they're kind of like Daisy Dukes, but how much do you think she weighs? I'm gonna honest, probably about two twenty-eight and a half. <laughs> how tall is she? Uh, about five one. It's one of the waddlers too. You know, kind of the fat chicks sometimes. How, like, they have to swing their whole body, like they swing their arms. Yeah, and, she's the penguin. Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. And she's just standing out there. All right, since she looks like the penguin, why don't you t- say, you're fat, <laughs> Like, do the whole penguin. Uh, how far away are you from her? Oh, man, maybe <laughs> 10, 15 feet. Okay, so she's pretty close then. She's is pretty this the close, eating, then. is this the... Eating establishment right in front of that Walmart? Um, no, 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 no. It's actually to the left of it. Okay. There's like more places down there. I don't even actually know if she's eating. She's just standing out there, though. So. Oh, a place where you could get bread? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's a victim of it. <laughs> she loves carbs. She's standing outside hoping just to get some of it through osmosis. Yeah, she's just yeah. sitting there smelling it, thinking she's uh she's eating that way. All right. So, all right. I, Damn, Adkins. Are you gonna? I used to love you. What are you going to say? Um, hold on a second. Why don't you yell, hey, nice shorts, honey? Hey, you're nice shorts, daddy! Yeah, I'm talking to you! Say it legible. Hey, say it legible. If you had nipples, I'd milk you! Oh, God. (laughs) I'm talking to you, yeah, that's right. Moo adder. It's too small, take it up a few sizes. Moo adder. Moo. Moo! (laughs) Yeah! All right, she flicked me off. Don't flick me off, all right? You should flick off your personal trainer and maybe go see him a little bit more. Oh, how there's a dude coming out. I will leave now, ass. What are you doing? No, stick around there. What's up, dude? <laughs> Don't get past the neck. You're stuck with her. Ass. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
he's trying to get speed, man. What are you running? Why are you running? Say something, Freddy! He's gonna go start grazing, dick! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Huh? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you hiding? Are you hiding behind a car? What are you doing? I'm in, I'm in a bush right now. Hold on. Hold on. Dude, that cat was pissed, man. Was that his chick? Huh? You think that was his chick? She's just walking around in circles. I didn't know where that guy came from. He must have come out of the store. What did he look like? Actually, you know, he he, he had, like, the khaki pants on mm -hmm. and kind of, like, the tighter black shirt. But, I mean, he was in shape, which is the weird thing. I don't understand. White or black guy? Uh, he was white. Like, I'd, like, I'd say maybe, like, um, a K-Fab-looking type dude. Oh. Well, you think that was his chick? I guess so, I don't, unless he's just being oh. chivalrous. Spell it. Well, I guess, I guess, yeah. Anybody who hears someone being accosted like that, just brutally beaten with words, they're gonna come out and say something. Hold think? on, hold on, hold on. Oh, ooh, they're walking by the bushes, but they don't see. Are right, they going back to the car? Yelled him again. Move, fat kid! <laughs> you fat cow! Whoa! I'm moving out. I'm moving. <laughs> what the hell is that moving? Yeah. Oh. Oh. You gonna figure that? Where are you? Shh. I mean, shh. It's not like they can hear me. You're in. I'm an earpiece. All right. If you're familiar, that's a good point. All right. If you're familiar with the ladder. Listen to this fat bastard tr attempting to breathe. Alright. I think this is poison ivy. Alright, now if you're familiar with things, there's a burger. Um, a burger joint here. Yeah. I had to run all the way across there, which is probably maybe five, six hundred yards away. No, it's not five or six hundred yards away. Dude, you don't think so? No, no it's like maybe, maybe a hundred. If that. It's probably a football field away. Five or six hundred right, yards. Right. That'd be the biggest damn uh, uh, parking lot ever. And you run like a 1740. You weren't running through the Disney parking. They left. Yeah, I think that chick is really pissed, man. I think I might have hurt her feelings. <laughs> I wonder. You're a dick, man. Seriously, that's an awful move. What are you doing? I'm not. She's a think, human being. I don't think go back and yell at her again. Run over there and yell at her again before she leaves. Get in Dubs's van and honk and uh. No, don't don't honk even... and move. Go go buy some milk. And uh, and drive by Dubs's van and just like pour it out. You know, and you say did this come from you? No, yeah, you should uh, you should say thank you. Just holding the milk, saying thank you and pointing to it. Uh, that dude's still walking around. The chick left, but the guy's still walking around. Well, then come back. You obviously failed. Did she change? <laughs> no, man, she took off. I was an idiot. <laughs> what are you looking for, douchebag? Shut up. Can't see me? <laughs> what are you just yelling while you're standing by, while you're crouched down behind a car? No, I'm in the bushes. Still? still? Yeah. Hers? Why don't you go pick he's, he's just poking around. He's smoking now. Why don't you go pick a fight? That guy could beat my ass. Is he a big one? Yeah. 
He's a big guy. He's probably about six foot three, maybe two hundred and twenty pounds, mostly muscle. You're type, huh? I mean, you got a designer shirt on. I'll give him points for that, but I mean, that don't make me gay. You just gave him points. Oh, he's chivalrous, man. What is it with you and the word chivalrous? I'm trying to use a new vocabulary word every day. Is that your first one? Is that <laughs> yeah, your one for the my day? Knowledge. What's tomorrow's well, word? Well, that's a surprise. All right. All right, Chunks. That guy's late. That guy took off. So it was only one, huh? Let's see. No, I mean, it's a little slow. I looked at the Walmart earlier. That guy's gone. Um, I looked at the Walmart earlier, but surprisingly, it wasn't really the fat chicks as much as, like, the hick chicks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, you know, they had decent-looking bodies. Listen but... to him out of breath. Well, I it's had to pathetic. run, man. I think we sent out the wrong person. Should have sent Tommy? Yeah. Tommy wouldn't have run. Tommy would have gone right up to her. Yeah, that guy left. Chunks, you failed. Let's see if anyone else is. No, that chick was pissed. Go find her and talk to her on the air. Oh, man, she took off. I can get in a van, though, if you want me to chase after her. You don't even know which way she went. Oh, I can find out. No, how are you going to find out? What are you going to go You're going to look for the Geo Metro that's tipping one way? <laughs> you're gonna, exactly. You're going to go in there. That car's got to be giving off sparks. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, ass. All right. That is an awful thing. I can't believe he did that. Went out yelling at an overweight lady with mom, Daisy Dukes. Good for her. Have you ever noticed, too, that people seem really comfortable right now with having a wedgie? Yeah. And you have to have, like, one of the most perfect asses in the world to, have, to be able to pull off the wedgie, right? And panty lines are another thing now that people just don't really care about. They don't mind having a panty line anymore or having their panties show or anything mm -hmm. like that. I don't mind that. I like to see the little top of the panty. Yeah, but what about, what about a panty line? Sometimes it's nice. It depends on the chick. It really does. And some of them, because of the the weight of the chick, can't help the panty line. Those are basically lines of longitude. So that's, get, how, that's how you grit them. So you can get your bearing. <laughs> I should send you this new pic. It's uh, Jessica Alba getting the sand out of her ass. Yeah. And then part of her ass is hanging out. Nice. See, that's not bad. That wedgie's good. Actually, it's not really even a wedgie. It's just her pulling it down. Right, that's hot, too. Mm -hmm. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Up next, up next. On the hideout. Hey, um, are the anti-babe girls here? Should be here shortly. They're supposed to be here by now, but... Hey, let's come back with that audio from America's Most Wanted. They've hopped on the Predator bandwagon. Nice. And uh, the sexual predator thing. I'll play that for you next, just like in the vein of Dateline. Tied out, Real Radio 104.1. Nothing like going to impress an underage chick in your landscaping truck. Yeah, a bunch of shovels. It's a hideout. If you don't put out, this is your future, baby. Real Radio 104.1. I guess that's from um, America's <laughs> Most Wanted. It would take a smaller grave for you. Have you noticed, too, like, anytime anything gets popular... The fat chick costume was uh, the big rage for a little bit. What else was the big thing? Uh, the, oh, uh, for the talk shows? Yeah, the uh, food reports. And now, I guess AB... No, 
NBC does the Dateline, mm-hmm. so they've done this to catch a predator thing, and it's been huge. So America's Most Wanted was is a Fox show. Yeah, has hopped on board. Isn't isn't there another place, another network that's also going to start doing this too? Fox News, oh. actual Fox News network is going to do it. All right, so that was the first one. Here's the second one from America's Most Wanted. I'll just catch you here. I'll just clean up. 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 I'll just cl
Come on in and have a seat. I got it for you really, really bad. What did you call it? Okay, just have a seat. These guys, they're showing up in their mind to, to meet with a 14-year-old girl to engage in sex and instead be confronted by the police is um, yeah, usually a look of shock is um, putting a mildly. Oh, what are you doing here? I'm Detective Forrestal, Suffolk County Computer Crimes, okay? Do me a favor. Stick your hands out. What are you doing here? Huh? What are you doing? I just came in and hang out. You come back out. Would you, what, what are these? I wasn't going to do anything. I had my okay. change right. my mind. Okay. All right. Stop. Back. My dad's going to kill me, man. Stop. Relax. Stop. How old are you? Stop. 27. Relax. Sit down. Sit down here and just take a deep breath my and relax. Gonna kill me. Okay. Stop. Is that everything? A lot of them will come to the house and not only have girlfriends, but they have a wife. They have children. Okay. Please. It's really sad. Just calm down, right? You don't understand my dad. My dad's going to kill me. No, just calm down. I bet you it's not an act. I bet you 20, 25% of them will just start crying. I'll never do it again. Please don't do anything. Please. Chris, please. Chris, you did Chris, you did I wasn't going to do anything. I swear okay. to God. Well, then you shouldn't have showed up here. And you can just hear, oh, my God, my dad's going to kill me. My dad's going to kill me. You're 27. Man up. That's the problem. He has the mind of a child, kind of. And that's who he's trying to hook up with. You're right. He is in that mentality of, oh, my God, my father. Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh, my God, my life. What am I going to do with my future? He's not even worried about jail. He's worried about what his dad was going to do. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he could use that as a defense. I doubt it would work. Maybe if he said he had a child size, uh, mm-hmm. Don't we all? And that's all I thought. Only reason. Cause I feel like one. I look like one. I am. 27. 27 years old and afraid. That, that's the biggest thing to me. Not that this kid was going to go touch a kid. That he uh, thinks as a child. Afraid of his father. When did you stop fearing your parents? <laughs> when did you stop fearing your parents? When I stop or start? Start. I mean, stop. Uh, around the age of 15. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Well, my dad was out of the house, I believe, at the age 10. So all I had to do was worry about my mom. And when I found out she can't hit that hard, I knew it wasn't really that big of a punishment. Wouldn't you be afraid, though, that she'd just show you her overly tanned, leathery boobs, and that would scare you? Like, the threat of that? I've seen uh, changed purses before. What's with a bigger one? I don't care. Flap them out there. You think your mom has a tan line? Oh, I'm sure. Like down around her, uh... Her hoo-hoo? Her cooch? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm positive. Think she shaves? I don't know. That's <laughs> the noise it makes when she needs to pee. <laughs> or when she's shaving. It's like trying to wash a dog that just won't, won't correctly uh, sit there. She also says you use flea powder. Well, sometimes that's necessary. It's kind of like flea powder, powder but it's uh, for crabs. Special shampoo for it, too. Wasn't that always embarrassing when you were the kid that had lice? Never was that kid. I wasn't either. But well, you always looked at that kid like, you dirty son of a bitch. Now you're going to give me lice. And I'm going to look like the dirty bastard. By the way, what's the problem with lice? 
doesn't seem any worse than any other bug you would have. It, it itches and they bite. So? Do you remember getting inspected in school? Oh, yeah. They'd come around with the the rubber gloves like that's going to make a difference. Why do you need rubber gloves? Sift through it with your fingers. And you're always praying and hoping that you're not the one. It's just dandruff, I swear. <laughs> yeah. I have bad dandruff. You're just like, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Thanking goodness it's not you. And it's only the one kid. Uh, the one kid would have it, and then the whole school had to get checked. Also, too, being the kid, uh, like, was there anything gayer than the scoliosis test? I, I only Chunk, got it once. I know Chunks got touched by one of the doctors. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He didn't get touched. He cut. He was called a uh, fat kid or something. It's not. He didn't get a scoliosis test. He got a scoliosis test. Hmm. I don't know what the difference is, but that's what he called it. Then he Maybe called. It was oh, scoliosis. The, doc- the doctor called him Tub Tub. Yeah. <laughs> fat bastard. <laughs> your doctor. The, it's not embarrassing enough. You got to take off your shirt and bend over for the scoliosis thing. Did you ever try to get your friends to? And I, I got my friend to do this before um when they had like the mass uh uh general exam before like the fall sport started have them work up a chub that was always so embarrassing here's what they used to do for us for the athletes they'd send us through an entire line mm-hmm. oh well different doctors you, you would just you'd go from one room to the next room to the next room to the next room guys girls get tested for everything including I remember us all being in a hallway and having to do the scoliosis thing all at once. Did you guys ever have to take uh, like any kind of uh, urine tests? Yes. I don't know what they were testing for. They always said it was a nutrition or something type test. Drugs. But the, you can't test high schoolers for drugs. Mm, they did then. They didn't care. Before uh, all the liberals got their way. I don't know. It just seems... Says on said all the time on the radio. They would tell us not to uh, drink any sodas or uh, you know anything like that before it because that could throw off the test. Poppy seeds. No, just the sodas because they said that the darker it is, the more likely it is to set off something. I don't know. So they're telling That's us to drink true. water all day. That's what they told us. What the hell? Maybe they're using cheap tests. The darker it is, it just means you need to drink more water. Exactly. What the hell kind of stuff were they teaching you guys in mid-Michigan? It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Our friends from Anti-Baber here. And uh, they're going to be at the AKA Lounge Monday night. From 8 to 10, holding open auditions, 18 and up, all shapes and sizes encouraged for performers, models, dancers, Orlando's longest-running performance art fetish company. Mm. Oh, hold hold on. on one second. Let me turn your mic on for you. Yeah, turn your mic on. I talk right into it. There you go. We've been kicking general bottom area since 1996. Oh, nice. Very good. Um, 407-754-7596 for information. I'm going to take the gum out of my mouth. I had coffee breath. I didn't want to offend you lovely <laughs> ladies. 
right, so what's new in the world of anti-Bay? Yeah, we haven't had you guys in in a while. Yes, I think it's been since... We haven't had you guys in since the new year, I don't we think. We are no. jammed. Uh, we are so busy. Is that why you're holding the hot open auditions? Yeah. All right, do you get paid uh, for doing this, or is it a volunteer thing? Is it an opening your... Labor of love. Are you love? thinking about coming to audition? Um, I look great in a corset. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I could uh, use a little side job, uh, possibly. That's really something we discuss with people when they come to auditions. Okay, cool. There is a there is a payment, but we don't really like anybody who comes just for the thought that they they're going to make. They money. need to love it. You do it because you love it. Yeah. All right, very good. Um, Jody, by the way, uh, also uh, AJ. I'm going to say Michonne and Shelley. Is that right? Megan. I, Megan. 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 Right, nice uh, note there. <laughs> Chunks. I don't know who wrote this. I'm going to assume it was AJ Chunks. AJ did. Okay. <laughs> That's the one he wrote. Oh, okay. Good job over there, Matt. wasn't me. I had uh, Chunks redo it. Um, all right, here's what we should do. Now, you guys brought in a couple of boys. Mm-hmm. They're the anti-boys. It's okay. All right, the anti-boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to take a break because we're going to come back with the local six people. But... You can set up and... Immediately, you guys can go and get set up to do what you want to do. What's interesting is all the girls have come in and sat in chairs around the table. Mm-hmm. They made the boys sit on the floor <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and I'm just like, is that, is that Local 6? Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's talk to them now, then. Let's go ahead and talk to Let's do her to first now. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard it first. All right, let's go ahead and uh, do this now. Change gears for a second. Yeah, switch it up a little bit, then we'll get back to the ladies from uh, Anti-Babe, or the babes from Anti-Babe. But joining us, uh, Local 6 News at 11 for uh, Herd of First in the Hideout, uh, back in the Hideout, Bob Fryer. How's it going? What's going on, gentlemen? What's How up, Bob? How are we tonight? Uh, fantastic. A very fun Tuesday night. How are things over at the Local 6 compound? Oh, you know, just putting the final touches on the big award winner for tonight. All right, what do we have? Well, uh, do you hear about what's going on at Mission Space? Uh, something, they're going to make it a little bit more user-friendly or a little bit safer? Like well, a- well, no, 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 no. Let's not say safer because this probably is a reaction to the fact that there have been, there's a little bit of controversy. There have been two deaths from people who have ridden the ride. Now, mm-hmm. in the two cases, though, the ride did not cause the death. I think we need to make that very clear. Right. One uh, was a young boy, four years old, had a pre-existing condition. There's something wrong with his heart. And then the other one that just happened about a few weeks ago, she also had a pre-existing condition. The ride did not cause their death. However, it might have uh, it might have brought it down and the problem. Yeah. So in response to that, Disney, this summer, what they're going to do is they're going to offer a tamer version of the ride. You know how the ride works where it's sort of a centrifuge. It spins you and it creates the, the feeling, the G-forces, like you're being blasted off into space. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to let some people ride the ride without the centrifuge. So you get the idea of what the ride is without experiencing the G-force. Yeah, I'm not all. exactly sure how they're going to be able to pull that off and make it a, a a good ride still, but Disney, you know, wants to at least be proactive, it looks like, and uh, sort of squelch the controversy. Are they going to have the normal version of the ride? No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's okay. four of them. There's four that you can ride. I think they're going to use one of them as the tamer version. You know, uh, they, they do the same thing out there at SeaWorld. When you do the wild Arctic ride, mm-hmm. they'll let you ride a, a tamer version, or you can ride the the helicopter flight thing and make that a little bit kind of crazy. All right, uh, local six uh, news at eleven. Uh, here for heard it first in the hideout on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Hey, real quick, guys. You know what stories I love? The 
the thieves that are a little bit stupid, the guys that get caught on camera, the guys that uh, get get stuck in like the the air vents or something. We mm-hmm. got a great stupid thief tonight. This guy steals a bunch of jewels, maybe a hole in his pocket or whatever the case is, and he leaves a trail of jewels. The whole Hansel and Gretel thing. Find him. How great is that? Uh, how far was he going? I mean, how many it jewels? Wasn't, it wasn't far. It was really just across the street or so that they, they stumbled upon this guy. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> you imagine? All right. Uh, I don't even know how that would happen. I don't you, know how to do that. Maybe, would, maybe, maybe he did it on purpose. He wanted to find his way back to the pawn shop so he could steal some more stuff. You, you would think that you'd feel all these like little rocks falling down your leg. The little jingle jangle would sort of key in, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I think, too, Like if, if you were ever going to do something like that, you'd be so anal about making sure that you had everything, you didn't leave any fingerprints behind. I suppose. That you had everything that you went to go get. I, you know what? I would say it was not the perfect crime. He uh, didn't think it through. Yeah. Uh, Obviously. Yeah, rarely. Anything else coming up at uh, the, uh, the 11 o'clock newscast? We, we got some great video of a, a police chase. Usually in a police chase, when they when they pull the maneuver on the guy, the guy winds up in custody, right? Mm-hmm. Not in this case. That's, this guy is actually still on the run. You're wow. I'm going to show you why. All right, very good. Well, there he is, Bob Fryer, uh, Local 6, News at 11. Heard it first, coming up in just about 29 minutes. Let me ask you real fast, Bob. What do you do uh, in these next 29 minutes? You just kind of going over everything, finalizing everything? You going to maybe get a little... Uh, doing crunches? I stretch. I want to make sure I don't pull a hammy. I'd hate to tear my ACL. Right. You know, so I do a lot of that. <laughs> lot Actually, of... Jackie and I are reading over scripts. We're talking about, uh, you know, what's going to be going on. I talked to Sorrels a little bit about what's going on with weather, so... We can get an idea of when we, you know, make our tosses out to weather so we're on the same page. And other than that, just basically rereading your scripts and making sure, you know, if there's something that's difficult to pronounce, you got that. Make sure our facts are all straight and our ducks in a do row. It, do it like us and just don't don't care. And yeah. Mispronou- and mispronounce everything. I wing it and I close my eyes and I throw darts at the dartboard. Exactly. exactly. There, there he is, Bob, uh, Bob Fryer, Local 6, uh, News 11, coming up in just about 28 minutes now. Make sure you check it out. We will. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We appreciate it. All right, fellas. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Talk to you. Loving it. I love having them in on this show. Mm-hmm. I guess that's good that Mission Space is doing that. I like that you're still going to be able to ride the intense versions, but there will be a little bit more of a uh, calmer one. And uh, I've said, though, the whole thing about the Mission Space ride, mm-hmm. the deaths make me want to ride it more. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, i got to figure out what this is all about. I can't be left out. If it kills me, whatever. Going out having fun. Think about how many people are dying. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of the lucky ones. Say I was going out having fun. Going to space. I've always wanted to go to space. Why? Don't you guys think, hey, what am I doing on the radio? I mean, sure, it's fun, or, you know, what am I doing with anti-babe? I, I should, should be in space. space. I should really be in space. <laughs> space. Yeah. And we should have anti-babe in yeah. space. <laughs> the musical. You see, you can't use the paddles there at full speed. You'd just be doing it real slow, and that'd be anticlimactic. Yeah. Whipping would be really hard to do. <laughs> oh, we could handle it. I'm sure you'd come up with a whole other different thing. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Anti-babe here hoping, uh, holding open auditions coming up. Uh, at the AKA Lounge next Monday from 8 to 10. Tick, or actually, uh, not ticket info, but just information at 407 754 
Uh, I was talking to him during the commercial break, Jody, mm-hmm. who's the uh, boss, boss lady of Anti-Babe. And she is so... I, I forget how much I like her every time she comes in. Yeah? She's so in control. She's so smart. It's She's like... Uh, oh, she's got her act together. Like when they're in here and making like getting them set up and I'm hearing everything they have going on. We're traveling the country. They got wow. a 10th anniversary show coming up in the fall. Being around that long, uh, which is, I guess, a really big deal in this whole fetish game. Then a big, like, I guess they're they're doing like an hour and a half show down in Miami. Nice. And they got to start rehearsals, which is something I never really think of, of like how choreographed and everything is. And I'll say this, too, about the anti-babe ladies. So hot. Mm-hmm. I forget every time I, like, there's something about Jody. I'm just like, oh, thank you, baby. Yeah, I'm an AJ guy, girl. I'm a guy. Oh, oh. Girl. <laughs> no, I, I can be a pretty one. And AJ is just uh, fantastic as usual. Looking even better than I remember. Mm-hmm. And then the new girls, too. Or not so new, but like new to We've us. have been here before. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't, but I've been in the company for six years. Yeah. So. I mean, Megan and Shelly, I'm just like, damn. What's up? Didn't Megan uh, wasn't one of the, he, she one of the ones yeah, that whipped chunks? Yeah. Are you the, do you hit chunks before? No, 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 I didn't hit chunks. Oh, by the way, we saw one of your girls at a local uh, dance club. Mm-hmm. The uh-huh. one who wailed on the guy at Miss Monster. Mm-hmm. A local dance club that Sean. I most likely work at. You work at dance club? Uh huh. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know that. Subtle, real subtle. Oh, I, I had no idea. No, I've, I've bartended. I've been bartending there for seven years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Very good. That's probably how you know uh, Snatchy Cakes. Yes. Okay, very good. All right, let's beat up on these guys. All right, I don't know how the correct term. Now, here's the thing. It's been a while since we had you guys in. I'm looking at these two guys, uh, and I'm just wondering. What uh, got them to that point? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. I could never be in the position of having someone dominate me. But there are a lot of people who are in. Well, I like doing the dominating. You don't mind it when it's another guy. It's just when girls are doing it, you can't really get into it. That's fine. Oh, no, we can't change your mind about that. You know who actually uh, our most popular customer is? Huh. Marines and police officers. Why do you think I'll believe that? It. Right, let's get into the psychology now, of that. Seriously, anyone who has to dominate on a regular basis... They want a chance to... They like the role reversal? Mm-hmm. Are you guys Marines then? Yeah, I'm not that straight, probably not. No, these are the anti-boys. They actually work for us. Okay, are... so what does it take to be an anti-boy? Auditioning, training, same as anybody else. Open mind, yeah. Open mind. The big thing, I know the big thing is you you got to be into it, you got to have an open mind. And they need mm-hmm. to f- know how to fix things because I'm a single mom and I need a boy to fix things around my house. Ah, very good. <laughs> yes, Matt. And look weak. Oh. Hey, Matt, how about this? How about you need a gig? Yeah. How about you be open-minded to be an anti-boy? Anti-bear. You're already a fallout boy. <laughs> just oh, you do have to shave your chest, honey. Oh, that's not happening, honey. <laughs> that takes a Can't weed whacker. I know. Um, all right, so let's go you ahead. You have to have a landscaping crew. All right, let me see what you guys do, the anti-babes, what okay, you guys what do to the anti-boys. Yeah, just do it at the same time. I like how the boys don't even have a name. They're not even. They're just the boys, the anti-boys. They're you, the queers. They have names. Uh, just, the queers. I just got that one. Evening. Okay, so first they're doing the pouring of the wax on their back. It's a good one, Matt. I'm sorry. 
Kind of overlooked. They have glitter on. Everybody has glitter on. I love how glitter's the new thing. No, we've That's been doing new. it for ten years. <laughs> it's new to me. Yeah. Well, I got, make it new. I'll tell you this though. Ooh. I'm just now discovering a great new band, uh, Nirvana. Oh. <laughs> and I think Good. they're going to be big as long as you know they, keep, they as long as they can keep the band together. Yeah. Oh. As long as they learn gun safety. That's a bad, bad boy. Don't do that Ow. to the dog again. <laughs> what? Whoa. Where's wow. that come from? <laughs> I don't know what that's about. You know Fluffy doesn't like it when you touch AJ, it. AJ, use the other one so you can hit him harder. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hit him harder. <laughs> make him bleed. Now. No, we don't make anybody bleed. That's not hmm. part of the point. Now, if somebody bleeds, then we have to stop. One, I know. it's unsanitary, and two, right. it's... It's not pleasant. The point is to make it exciting, not injure someone. I know Matt, we've had him uh, spanked and everything a couple times, and he's kind of been into it. Want to do it again, Matt? Oh, wow. I'll do it. I'm the boss. Is it exhilarating? I mean, yeah. is that what? Is this part of like feeling alive with the burning of the wax? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an uh, endorphin rush. Come you know on in I, here, Matt. You know what I do for that? Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation 2. <laughs> That's how I can get my nice endorphin rush. Everybody's got their thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh! I, I saw him. I saw him wince in that one. Yeah, he uh, he's quivering a little bit. <laughs> it's supposed to make you quiver. That's part of the fun. Right, part of the feeling. Are you mine? Uh oh. Yeah, there's Matt Albert, <laughs> six five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he needs a lot of room. <laughs> all right, AJ over here. Right. Looking hot. Damn, look at all these. Ooh, ooh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you a compliment. Take your shirt off. Oh, uh, you don't want that. Yeah, we yeah. do. Come on, Matt. Take it off. Nobody's touching here. Yeah, nobody. That's the cool thing about the anti-babe. <laughs> you lost your drawer, honey. <laughs> His pants fell down, too? What's that smell? <laughs> All right, Matt, head down. The beast. I sure hope he doesn't start humming again. We have to sing it. Um. <laughs> Stop. That's so wrong. Every time. Oh. You're digging it, aren't you? The rule is your head, your head is down, and I'll keep going. Your head comes up, then I have to stop. It's like a safe word. Okay? <laughs> Can you stop with the humming? <laughs> oh, I think it's adorable. <laughs> That's wonderful. You prefer screaming, but humming. We're going to feel breaking All right, all right. <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable, Matt. I want video of this so I can play it back when I'm sad. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't. I don't know why that Good cheers you up. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that. Double feature rooms. Burning Mississippi burning. Throwing Amistad and all of a sudden, hey, it's a better day. It's a hideout. Real radio with a 4.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. Listen. The hideout. More with the anti-babe girls coming up next. There are open auditions Monday night from 8 to 10. 
You guys should call us whenever you guys are out there doing it. So we can have people get out there. And push it for you. Uh, information's at 407-754-7596. Got to have an open mind. Want to be a performer? All sizes and shapes encouraged. It's part of the old open-minded thing. Come back and wrap up with Tuesday Night Hideout next. All right, wrapping it up on our Tuesday night here in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I thought it went without saying, but some people were like, what's anti-babe? It's a fetish company. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, all right, that's not true. And performance, sexual performance art company. All right, oh, sexual performance art. more than fetish. And clothing. Okay. All right, so explain then what the difference is. And by the way, once I told them that, they're like, ah, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. What's the difference <laughs> then? Like, how do you differ? Uh, because not everything we do, do we whip people for money. We do uh, performance art fashion shows. We do sexual photos, uh, sensual photos. <laughs> right. Um, it, it, we're a four-pronged company, and it it involves Hot. many different things. It's not just about the whipping and the spanking and the waxing. But that's fun. But that yeah, is that fun. is fun. Yes. And everything that you see that we're wearing, Jody made. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, get out of here. Yep. This is part all of the line. Multi-talented. Yeah. So, is this very profitable? Like, what's what's the lure to all this? Uh, for those people who are new to it, who don't really understand what it is you guys are doing. Didn't we discuss this already? Is it <laughs> profitable? I don't want anybody coming to audition who's just, yes, there are many of us who make lots of money, but... No, I'm talking about the whole lifestyle, though, because like, there are a lot of people who just don't understand it. It depends on how you do it. Mm-hmm. And just like anything else, the only way you can understand something is to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. gotta go there, experience it, see if you're into it. It's all about education. We don't hire anyone that doesn't involve an eight-week training process. Well, that seems a little intense. Well, what are you learning during those eight weeks? Are there tests? There are tests. Like what? Right. If, I, if I gave you the answers, how would you learn? <laughs> well, I want an example I mean, it, of a. Uh, is it is it a written quiz or is there like a? Uh, uh, Kind of a, is it like shop class where you have to put the carburetor back together within a specific amount of time? <laughs> now you're talking dirty. I love it when you talk dirty. Uh, no, it's more um, when you're whipping someone, there's, there are serious ways you can hurt someone. So before I send you at any customer, mm-hmm. you're going to have a shadower. You're going to have somebody watch you to make sure you're doing it properly so that you cannot injure them. Because if you hurt somebody, if you hit somebody in the wrong spot, you can send them to the hospital. Like the kidneys, mm-hmm. that's a big one. Kidneys, wrap them, wrap it around the neck, wrap right, it know, around the arm. All right, here's a funny thing. We're doing this whole hideout hottie fantasy draft, and you had to vote on it on hideoutheretics.net. And the loser on Friday for Cinco de Mayo, out of those of us on the show who drafted women in various categories. The loser will be a human piñata. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, a wolf, we'll have a wolf ball bat. And they will get beaten uh, by the different members of the show and one studio member. Is there a specific place where we probably should make sure they aren't hit? Stay away from the kidney. All right, where's the kidney? In the neck. <laughs> right lower back. lower back. All right, that's the most fun to hit, though. That's the good meaty part. Well, do you really want to send one of your friends to the hospital? Yes. Depends on who loses. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Couple of them, I wouldn't matter. We've done it before, so doing it again wouldn't that be that bad. And that also depends on somebody's sensitivity to that area, but it's not something you. All want right, so to stay away from the kidneys. Mm-hmm. But upper back's okay. Yeah, upper mm-hmm. back is good. 
Consider it like a big pillow from shoulder to below the ribs. All right, right below the ribs. So you got to stay in the ribs then mm-hmm. for the wolf ball bat. Yeah. <laughs> hit him in the face. I don't care. <laughs> wolf ball bat. Just don't hit him in the kidneys. All right, face is safe for the kidney. <laughs> yes. Face is safer than kidney. Not top of the head. Asses are, oh, you don't have a soft spot anymore. It's not like you're a newborn. Yeah, but, but you can still. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> All right, so forehead then. Forehead. Nose. Yeah. yeah. And right. fun. Yeah. All right, so we've got forehead. We've got upper back. I'm sure hamstrings, thighs are okay. Oh, sure. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I'd even go groin. <laughs> I mean, that'll hurt him, but it won't send him to the hospital. Like, you want to hurt him, but it's just, not gonna, it'll hurt him, but Just not the bacon the strip area. And it'll make us laugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no groin. I oh, got hit with a, see, now. I got hit with a baseball this year. Comes out. But it's a wiffle ball bat. Kidney's fine. We can kill him by hitting him in the kidneys. You can't hit him in the manhood. <laughs> As a dude, I'd rather lose a kidney than a ball. So, how about this? How about, how about... now, you'd be okay. How about one right in the sphinx? You know, that's a fetish, too. <laughs> in the sphinx? Yeah, and maybe maybe candy would fall out that way. How would you get it? How would you hit someone? Well, they, had, they would obviously have to be spreading. Yeah. And then it would be a small, it would be a smaller kind of uh, one of those bats to get at a baseball game. I, that'd be more like the a jab. Pen. That's like a jab as opposed to a full-on swing. Whatever. Whatever See, you're into, man. I'm not going to judge you. It. It's Seek of a Mile. That's not, that's not the point. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're talking about candy. How about the milk, bud? I like the point. <laughs> well, uh, anti-babe holding their auditions. They want you if you're open-minded. All shapes and sizes encouraged. That's Monday at the AKA Lounge on Pine Street from 8 to 10. Information's at 407-754-7596. Thank you, ladies, for coming in. Thank you very much Thank for the education. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Wake up at the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Midday's file in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody, always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Question everything and stay classy. Stay tuned for the uh, Real Radio Rewind. It's the best Real Radio. Each show, one segment for the next hour. And then uh, also to Local 6 coming up their news uh, broadcast at 11. They talked to us earlier in the evening. Of course, anti-babe. Thank you, guys. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Shut up! Stop it, sweet, you bitch! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm a transsexual. No! I wish I know how to quit you. <laughs> I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Get to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Not interested. Five thousand. I five thousand.